King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. One the sports radios, legendary figure. It is. You know what day it is, Robin? What is today? You know what day it is, Luigi? Uh, I can take a wild stab at it. It's Tuesday. I told you to have that. Because it's Taco Tuesday. What is it? What is it, Z? Taco Tuesday. Bryce, what is it? What is it? <laughs> Ready? What is it? Taco Tuesday! It's Taco Tuesday! That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Screw the NBA Finals. It's Taco Frickin' Tuesday, everybody. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put that in the machine. That's gotta be in my Taco, Taco. Tuesday? Yeah, we got it. That's gotta be a staple. Sort of like uh, spaghetti on Wednesday. Tacos or, on Tuesdays. Tacos or wine on Fridays. Right. Managate Mondays. Squinjili <laughs> <laughs> Saturdays. Saturday, uh, all the good stuff. Hello there. Welcome, Tony Bruno. And don't forget Thirsty Thursdays. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> I mean, come on. We never forget Thirsty Thursday on this show. What's the matter with you? And you what up? Right and what up Wednesday, which is tomorrow, of course. What up? Exactly. But meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's instantaneous laughter. As soon as it, it really is. It's T-O-K-O, baby. Oh, the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Wow, they just started their mini camp today and they're already Super Bowl champions? Victory! <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and Malcolm Jenkins will be in camp. He is. Everybody was worried. I said it last week. What are you worried about? It's, it's, it's not mandatory. Voluntary means if you're a star player, you don't have to show up. But then the, the local media, oh, he's not going to be there. No one ever he's shows holding up. out. He's going to show up today, and he did show up today. Mini camps are underway. These are the mandatory mini camps. And then training camp is a month away. And then Luigi's stupid uh, fantasy stuff. draft is when? When is the fantasy draft this year? It's going to be in August, late August, right, Good. After, right after the final preseason game. Remind me so I can uh, basically leave the country for a couple of weeks. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> it's good times. No, it is good times. 
it's the fellas get back, you know, they get together. They can bring the load. Now, who brings the lotion to your fantasy draft? <laughs> Slap or her around you, a bit, yo. Or do you provide your own load? You bring your it's own. B-Y-O. <laughs> Put B-Y-O-O. the lotion in the basket. Put the lotion in the basket. I believe that's what they do. <laughs> Yo, fellas, Luigi, when you're back at Moonshine, a lot of oh, people well, asking. Well, I, I, I'm going to sit down and talk to Rich, and it's going to be uh, probably about two weeks before the fan season starts. Oh, beautiful. So, people, yeah, people have been chomping the bit to get back over there and watch the uh, watch the show live. Absolutely. And sample all the wonderful product they have there. Now, I'm looking on Twitter, and I see it. You see what's trending on Twitter today? Luigi. How? Luigi is trending on Twitter. You know twending? why? Not twending. Twending. He's twending on Twitter. He's twending in China. <laughs> He's twending. But I, then I realize it's some big Nintendo thing today. Oh, what's going yes. on? I got to check it out. Nintendo Direct. I guess their new gaming console. Correct. But they have Animal Crossing, Banjo. All of these things are based on Dragon Quest. But when you see Luigi, and Bowser's on there too. From Chanana? Not that Bowser, not right? Not that Bowser, no. Definitely not that Bowser. And then also Luigi's Mansion 3 is why Luigi is trending. But there's just Luigi, and then there's Luigi's Mansion 3. I got the spin-off game. That's what's He's going just on got there. Luigi's apartment right that's now. Right. The mansion's yeah. nowhere in Luigi's, sight. Luigi's two-bedroom. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. <laughs> So the uh, it's e it's e three twenty nineteen as Nintendo is teasing a new Zelda and Animal Crossing New Horizons game. I today. still haven't seen Dime One, <laughs> not even Dime One, man. It's an outrage. Look at, the, look at the clips from this game. This is an outrage, Tony. This is ridiculous. That's uh, Nintendo Direct. So they're pimping Nintendo Direct today. If they want to send me one, I'll pimp them for it. All right, send it to me directly. Exactly. Well, that's what it's called. E3 I should have I should have the hookup, but apparently, you know, Nintendo Nintendo Direct E three. Where's the direct and where's the E3? Not error on the third baseman or error on what position's three in, in baseball on the diamond, Luigi? Uh, that would be shortstop. No, that's the first baseman, yo. Is it really? I E3's hate to do first. It, no, it's, you're right. Goes counter. Yeah. You're, you're there right. were no E's oh, last oh night. Oh, my God. How did I do that? I hate to do it to you early in the show. Well, you know and what I was thinking? I was thinking, I'm not the only one who missed a three, <laughs> because Kyle Lowry missed a huge one last night. Yes, he did, and he didn't really even take, need to take the three. I'm sorry, hold as on, As we Tony. get to the T-O-K-O last night. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I looked over real quick at the Twitch at the Twitch live stream, and I thought Robin's shirt said meth. Not meth. It says meth. Oh, you, you even got me this shirt. I, I bought you that shirt, but for a second I went real quick, and I'm like, I gotta stop and really take my time and read things, because I'm like glancing at stuff, and I'm yes. making very bad assumptions lately. You know what they and Bob from Valley Forge checks in. We'll get to the Phillies and the Major Who the League Baseball. And we'll get into that stuff in a moment. But I'm calling today's opening the TOKO. He got the TO, baby, and then they got KO'd right out of the building. They in are Toronto. stopping the fight. They are stopping the fight. And so in case you didn't see it, if you didn't see it, you really don't care about the NBA Finals. And what's wrong with you? Up six with 3.05 to go. Oof. This is all you need to know. Forget the rest of the game. Obviously, Kevin Durant got hurt, and everybody knows that. And now the question is, how bad is the injury? The MRIs are getting done today, and we'll find out later on. And poor Nick fans already had him in the bank, and people are blaming the Warriors for forcing him out there against his will. Now, he said he didn't go, but the interesting thing is, we'll get to KD in a second. I want to get to the ending of this mess. So Kawhi Leonard is absolutely in a zone. Ten straight points. And what happens with 3.05 left because of a new stupid NBA rule which was changed two years ago concerning timeouts that you have in your pocket? You know, everybody talks about coaches have timeouts in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, the NBA changed the rule two years ago. You can only call two timeouts inside the last three minutes of the game. 
And so while the Toronto Raptors were going bananas, mm -hmm. they're up six. The crowd's going crazy. People on Twitter are already declaring them the NBA champs. What does Nick Nurse, paint-by-numbers coach for the Toronto Raptors, do? He says, hey, let me stop it right now because if once we get below three minutes, I got a six-point lead. I'm not going to be able to call more than two timeouts. Right. God forbid. So he calls one. Rather than lose it, because if you don't use it, it's like vacation in a lot of companies. Yeah. If you don't use it, you yep. lose it. You can't carry it over. Hey, that goes for a lot of things. That's true, Robin. But it, it's more important <laughs> for vacation for people who work. I don't know. And I... they're going to lose a week because they didn't take a week. That's an outrage. There's some things I think are even more important than vacation. Just saying. What about use it or lose it? I don't know. which. Give me another example. That's what we should have got. We should have got the clip in the 40-year-old virgin when he's like, is it true that if you don't use it, you exactly lose it? Exactly right. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. Was it good? Yeah. There's a lot of things that... I lost you know. my virginity at 12, so I don't even care about the 40-year-old virgin. So anyway, you lose it, you lose it. You don't use it, you lose it. So that's what Nick Nurse is thinking. So he calls a timeout with 3.05 left, not only stopping his own team's momentum, but giving the Warriors a break. And he said afterwards, well, you know, the rules and uh, I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to make sure I got my guys a rest. No, you didn't give your guys a rest, Nick. You gave your guys a chance to cool off and allow the Golden State Warriors, who were sucking wind, a chance to regroup as five-time NBA Finals participants, two of the last championships they've won, three of the last five. I mean, they, they, you don't do that to a team, even though they lost Kevin Durant, and even though Kevon Looney got hurt again like KD did in the game. What do the Warriors do? They come out and the Splash Brothers do what they do. Well, it's simple. It's simple things, Tony. Like you don't give Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors free timeouts. You exactly. Don't do that. And people are going crazy with 3:05 left. About oh, it's over. No, it's not. 3:05 is an eternity in the NBA. In fact, the last minute's an eternity in the NBA. The last minute is, is it drags out to about 45 minutes. So anyway, so what happens? They're up six. So the Warriors come out and score three straight threes. The Splash Brothers, boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, they go up from down, and the crowd's wondering, what the hell's going on out there? So, execution was brutal. I'm not going to just blame Nick Nurse for that dumb timeout, because that was a dumb timeout. It was a you don't time. stop momentum. You got the chance. You can taste it. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's going absolutely apeshit in that building. Right. You let Steve Bananas, whatever, any way you want to say it. You let Steve Kerr call his timeout at that point. You exactly. Don't, you, don't, you don't stop your team. When they're on the, like you literally, they, they are steamrolling. They're playing fantastic. The, the, the juices are flowing. The, the crowd's into it. That was the big thing. The crowd is huge into it. Absolutely. And then you just go, you know what? Everybody calm down now. Calm down for what? Not turned down for what? No, no. We know, there's never an answer for that. No. So anyway, Dazzo, what happens? Warriors, as I mentioned, not only cranked threes. up the offense with the three ball, with the two greatest three ball shooters maybe in NBA history out there on the floor. Statistically speaking, they are. Absolutely. <laughs> so then... They're still down one mm -hmm. with the ball mm -hmm. in the closing seconds, and Kawhi Leonard has the ball. Now, I understand he was double teamed, and the, and the Warriors' defense was phenomenal. Yeah, you got to tip your cap to, to Iguodala on that play. When he stepped up and faced Kawhi on that double team at the top of the key, that was fantastic defense. But I here's mean, the incredible thing. Defense. Here's the thing. The bottom line is you only need the basket. You only need two free throws. You don't need a three from the corner to win the game. Like... Kawhi Leonard did against the 76ers in the clinching game, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need that kind of an unbelievable, miraculous shot. Kyle Lowry, I give him credit for trying to take it, and it was great defense because Draymond Green got a piece of it, and it hits the backboard, game over. The fact is, Kawhi Leonard is the guy who makes the shots, and I know he was double-teamed. I'm just saying, again, we're playing second, 
second guessing because that's what we can do as players, fans, and anybody else. Kawhi Leonard's got to immediately go to the hole because what's the worst that could happen? All right, if he turns it over, at least he tried. Moving it around with the clock winding down was dumb. He's the guy that's got to have the ball in his hands for the last shot. And as the double teams come, remember, there's only one guy on him. Sean Livingston was the first guy on him. As soon as he got the ball and it was Livingston 101, he's got to drive straight to the hole. If he gets fouled, he's got two foul shots. Two foul shots, game over, season over, championship over, right? Because they're down one, not two. He doesn't need to make a three. Even a two is going to tie the ball. Even a, no, a two is going to win the game. So there's no losing situation there other than a turnover. And if he drives to the hole and he gets it knocked out of his hands and turns it over, so be it. But the way it ended, and again, I'm not rooting for the Raptors. You know, I'm a Warriors fan from way back in Philadelphia day. So I just wanted to see this game end properly. And I think the coaching decision by Nick Nurse, again, it's not, I'm giving the Warriors credit. Their defense was phenomenal. They were smothering guys. But the fact that, that Kawhi Leonard, at least Nick Nurse should have said, this play's got to go to, everybody knows it's going to go to Kawhi. Everybody knew it was going to go to Michael Jordan. Everybody knew it was going to go to LeBron, except LeBron would defer a lot of right. times and not take the shot. LeBron's just like, I don't want it. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> but who's, who better to have the ball in his hands for the last shot? Kyle Lowry made some shots, but Kyle Lowry from the corner with a desperation three, he said it felt good coming out of his hands. The bottom line is, Kawhi Leonard's got to take that shot. And now all of a sudden, if you're the uh, Toronto Raptors, you gotta, you're going to be kicking yourself all the way back out to Oakland for game six. Well, the way, the, way I, the way I see it is this, and this is just to kind of piggyback on your point was, you're right, the Warriors did play great defense. And no, more great, no better defense was played in that last possession because coming out of that timeout, I'm sorry, coming down the court, everyone, everyone and their mother knew that ball was getting to Kawhi Leonard's hand. Absolutely. However, the Raptors did a disservice because what they did was they iso they called an ISO play for Kawhi at the top of the key. Get the ball one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. Here's the issue, is that when you do that with Kawhi, you're right. As soon as that ball got in his hand, he should have put his shoulder down and tried to go by Livingston. When he stalled, he, exactly. gave, the, he gave a time to come up with the double team. Exactly. But when he did that, the thing you don't see is is that Cousins slid over and picked up the open shooter because Kawhi didn't know where to go. He wanted to go to the right. There was nowhere to go with that. So the Warriors took it away. It was a terrible play call all the way through it. And you're right, though, because now going back to Golden State, Tony, remember, there is no prognosticator in the world who would have said, yeah, you know what? Toronto's going go to gonna go to Golden State for three and four. They're going to win both games in three and four in Oakland against the Warriors, against one of the best teams ever. Summer. They're going to win both games. No, they didn't. But now they got to go back there with their backs against the wall, because if they got to go to seven, they can very well lose this thing in their building. It, that's true. And, and again, if it goes seven, it'll be fun. We'll watch it in seven. We're going to watch in hockey tomorrow night. We're going to watch a game seven. Hey, game sevens are great. And again, if it goes game seven, I'll be happy. I'll watch it. That's what I live for. It's been a good series. Absolutely. It it's, been been a a great, series. it's been a great series. But here's the bigger problem. It wasn't just that last play where the Warriors defense prevented a game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. The Raptors missed five of their last six shots in the last three minutes. Yeah, that was horrible. They missed three three balls. So as good as the Warriors played on defense, they still got open looks, or at least you know good looks at the basket. And they missed three threes. They make one of those threes, game may be over. Sure. And obviously, when you miss five of your final six shots in the last three minutes of the game after your coach calls a timeout with 3.05 to go... And the Warriors go on and score out, outscore you 9-1 to one 
in that stretch. Mm-hmm. You realize that? Yeah. Nine to one, they were outscored you know in a, that stretch. You know what else was a tale of the tape that doesn't show up on the, on the box score, but the way it was conducive to the game was, is that going to the third quarter and almost three minutes left into it, Marcus Saul was your leading scorer for the Raptors. That can't happen. If that's happening, that means you're doing a you're doing a horrible job shooting the ball with everyone else around the perimeter. Because Kawhi had a really tough first quarter. Actually, had a tough scoring half first half. Van Vliet had three quick fouls. He kept fouling Steph Curry on three. He did it twice. I know. He gave Steph Curry two four point opportunities. You can't do that. But it was an unbelievable game, and it was a great finish, and that's why we watch. But that was just a bad job of coaching, and I'm sure Nick Nurse. He's not going to say he said what he said. I wanted to use the timeout, give my guys a rest there. And I'm sure when he thought about it, you know, you didn't give your guys a rest. You gave the Warriors a rest and a time to regroup. Gave them a chance. And you took the momentum right out of your own building because you could hear how quiet it was when, when, the, when the Splash Brothers started draining those threes, when they, when they tied it up, and then when they went ahead by three. And it still was an unbelievable finish. So bottom line is... They may have let a championship slip right out of their hands. I, I, I don't now, they still have two chances to win one. They do. As we used to say, three to make two three back in the two. NBA right. days. You, you're old enough to remember three I to make two? three to make two. Guys used to get three shots to make two in the NBA back in the day. Really? But that's when it was mostly white guys, and you know they were good, so they had to give them three shots to make two. That's you know, white privilege was right there, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God that white privilege is gone from the NBA, except for all these Euro trash guys who are coming in and dominating the league. There's now. still a few white stiffs hanging around. Exactly. That's why white stiffs are there. That's why tall white boys got a chance to at least do something when you're seven feet and you're white. I mean, what else are you going to do? I don't know. Box groceries on the top shelf at the supermarket? Hey, there's a demand for that. Well, needs there's plenty a of demand. window cleaners. That's all, I'm That's all I'm saying. Man. I mean, if you're a seven-foot white guy... And there's you only so many bas- occupations you can do. If you're not playing basketball as a seven... Or if you have no athletic ability as a seven-foot white guy, what are you going to do? Yeah, circus cleaner. You're not going to find chicks because you're too tall even for tall chicks. Although there's tall dudes that have really short girlfriends, right? It's strange. You've seen that, Robin. Although I, there's very few seven-footers who are dating like five-foot-one chicks. I are have there? a big problem with that. Have you ever been like, so there's been this, <laughs> there's been this big stigma of like the short guys and tall girls kind of a thing. Like you've seen like there was a, uh, a video on, on Twitter the other day of this guy like literally trying to talk to this woman. He was on his tippy toes the entire yes, time. Yes, I like, saw that. Calf yes. game strong kind of a thing, yeah. right? Did you see that one, Robin? No. It's a guy at a bar. Talking he's, to a woman. He's standing on his tippy toes. On his sneakers. And he's, he's like, on his toes. like... He's on point, Robin. He's <laughs> yes, he, on ballerina point. No, he wasn't on fleek. No, though. he wasn't on fleek. And he never came <laughs> down off his toes. And I got to ask this question. Like, I, I get it. Like, you know, girls don't like the short guys so much. I, I don't like. I, I don't it's get it. It's not that they don't like the short guys. It's that if a, if a girl is taller, like the taller the guy is, the smaller they feel. Like they feel petite. And... I think the universe, um, especially here in the United States, has made it such a big deal to be uh, small. I've, I've, dated, I've dated women that are slightly... I'm 5'10". I've dated women that are slightly taller than me. I've dated women that are much shorter than me. Yeah, I'm not I discriminate. I, mean, I don't either. Look, if you're six foot six and, you know, I, I like legs. Uh, see, that's the thing about care. women. There's nothing wrong with that. Women discriminate. Men don't. No, I like the true. spinners. I've, I've dated but women. I've dated own... women under five feet. It's their own under five feet, Robin. I know Robin's five, five ten, five it's nine. Their, it's their own insecurities, though. Like I always, I I never had a problem with my height. All throughout growing up, I was very proud of it until I came here to the U.S. and started high school. And all of a sudden, I was made to like other 
girls made me feel like I there was something wrong with me that I was too tall. But not just... not not you personally. Like like <laughs> what I meant is, it didn't last long. Would you though. would you be more like? Would you shy away a shorter guy as opposed to absolutely? More I did. I, I did in high school. There she was shunned really, them. No, I, I mean, like, are you just not attracted to shorter men? Um, no. I mean, most I'm, women just want taller men. Like, they love tall men. Be, because the reason I gave you, because it's because of how the it makes taller feel, men makes make them, them feel, feel more of a woman. Exactly. It's not that they make no. How can we get back to the damn game now? Makes it's them feel more of a start. It, no, that makes them feel better about themselves. How do we get into tall men and, and short chicks? White guys, that's what I was talking we were, about. Exactly, yeah, we exactly. started out with white guys. It all makes sense. And now. then we went to seven foot white guys, and what 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 good are they if they can't play basketball? And I'm joking, obviously, for all the tall white guys out there. This is a joke, we're having fun. I know people are really sensitive, but chill, okay? Just take a chill. Pill. Take it easy. We're having fun here. Take it easy. Take it easy. Now, of course, the other big story and the biggest story was KD going down, and Ugh. I saw Charles Barkley this morning on Get Up, or was it Get Out, or one of get those? Out. <laughs> it was Get Out. It was Get, get Out on get ESPN. Out. Get Out. And he was, blaming the, he was blaming the Warriors for putting him out there. Now, the player says, all players say they want to play, right? But go back just a few days ago. There were all these stories in the media about how the Warriors were getting frustrated with Kevin Durant because it's been over a month. It was a calf, remember? And he practiced the other day, as we told you yesterday on the show. Full practice. He, full practice, but then he had to put ice on it. So this was a calf. So what happened last night, and everybody has seen the close-up video, that was an Achilles. That wasn't a calf. Because you can have a calf injury, and it takes a long time to get better. When you do something to your Achilles, strain it, which is a partial tear, that's serious. Oh, yeah. And so now, and I said this yesterday, and Steve Kerr was talking about it. He was in one of those damned if you do damned if you don't situations because if you if Kevin Durant says okay I'm ready to go and you put him out there in a game that you have to win or your season's over and something like this happens unfortunately what are people going to say oh the team it's up and and their general manager was crying after the game at the podium about how horrible he felt and the players were saying you know this is this about a human being so and the fans in Toronto, we'll get to that in a second. But you saw what happened, too. I mean, Kevin Durant came out gangbusters in the first quarter. Absolutely. Game, and it was non-contact when he went down. It wasn't like he twisted the ankle or anything. He just, right away, he felt mm-hmm. it, went down and grabbed it. And where he grabbed his leg, because yep. on the initial thing, I was like, did he roll his ankle? And then a sec, when he grabbed the bottom part of his leg, right in between his ankle and his calf muscle, yep. is where your Achilles runs. Yep. I said, that's it. He's done. Toast. And, and I, for and people I, don't know, it's, it's like, it's like a, a, a drape. Yep. You know, like a window drape when you pull it and it goes it's, zzzz, when it breaks. And again, I don't know how a, bad it's how bad it is. Could be a but if it's a Achilles if it's a full is tear, pulled out. Correct. Spring. So basically, it rolls up like yeah. a window shade when it's broken, <clears throat> and that's major surgery. And that means that his career, I don't know if it's in jeopardy, but certainly his ability to play. If it's a torn ace, if it's a torn Achilles, his chances of playing on another team, and then the question of his free agency. Who's going to sign him? That was the big thing. Well, you may have to re- wait a year for him to get over this because he's not going to be ready to play if it is a torn Achilles tendon. Because after the, after the Knicks lost Zion in the, with, you know, with the NBA draft yep. lottery, and then they watch KD go down, and you hear Knicks fans, Ah, you mother! <laughs> <laughs> because the first thing I thought was, I felt so bad for Durant going, this guy came back here, to be, you know, the un, you know the unsung hero comes out, w- comes back from three one, wins the wins the title, solidifies him co- going to Golden State, right? Yep. He leaves, goes 
breaks the bank in NBA free agency. Takes you know, he's going to the Knicks. Everyone knew that was going to happen. He was going to get forty something million dollars, but he goes down. Now it's just like, oh my god, like he's gonna he, he he's basically he's damaged goods now. Absolutely. And there's, there's and there's no a blame way. game going on right now. And we don't we don't need to discuss the no, greatness of Kevin no, Durant. No, we don't, we're not and we're not going to do. It. But what I'm saying Charles is Charles Barkley. Yeah, I can, said that he ripped right, the so Warriors and blamed have, them. I have the video. That's on Get Out in the morning. I think. And it's there's called. no way, but there's no Get way. Out. I'm telling you, this, there's no way Kevin Durant is going to get that type of contract any longer after that. Injury. I agree, and that's, there's, there's no, no doubt about that. That's not even a question. Kevin Durant's going to have to go on a show me deal. Now people in now people in Oakland are going to rip Charles Barkley. You know, Charles, Charles speaks his mind. He's of not course. a doctor. He's been injured. Uh, so he went on Get Up this morning with Mike Greenberg and the gang. Get out. And they said, get out. No, he said, no. He laid the blame, not on Kevin Durant, but on your Golden State Warriors organization. Do you have the card, Robin? Let's I play. Do. You've been asking these guys all morning if there's somebody to blame. Yes. Yes, there is somebody to blame. The Golden State Warriors for putting KD out there. Listen, that was not right. You know, if you go back and look at the last two weeks, uh, the article comes out, uh, KD's worst nightmare with the Warriors are winning without him. Then you come out, you read the articles, the Warriors are really unhappy when KD won't risk his Achilles. Uh, They're frustrated with KD. Now this man has to be feeling some type of weight. So I blame the Warriors for KD getting hurt, and I don't care what they say about it. They shouldn't have put that man out there. And you know how I know it? Because he blew out his Achilles. Wow. So, so, Charles, let me pick up on that. It's infinitely more important than anything else I was going to ask you. If, if Durant wants to go out there and play for his teammates, you think someone should have stopped him? I just want to make sure I understand where you're coming from. I think... Some, I don't think you can ever leave it up to a player because players always want to play. But I think if you ask any rational player, Damon, uh, Jalen Rose, Jay Williams, to put a guy who hadn't played basketball in over a month into game five of the finals and had some type of move around the day before, I don't think that's fair to that man. And you saw the results. It's just not fair. It's game five of the world championship. He hasn't played real basketball in a month. That's unfair to put him in that situation. And and the, the proof is in the pudding, plain and simple. Yeah, Jay Will suggested a little bit of that early this morning, and you heard Bob Myers very emotional last night, the general manager, when, when he was saying, blame me. So you do believe there is blame here. How do you think it should be handled going forward now? What, what, what do you think should happen between KD and the Warriors from here? That's early. It's going to be very interesting because those guys, they move it into that brand new building. You know, they need, listen, there's only two free agents out there that matter. One of them got hurt last night and others are Kawhi Leonard. You can get all these other guys who are good players. Uh, now, now everything's jumbled because of KD. KD and Kawhi, they're the only two big prizes in the free agent market. Uh, and now we don't know if KD's going to stay in Canada. Uh, uh, and Listen, we don't have any idea what's going to happen with KD, and he's probably not going to be able to play at all next year. So I think, uh, I think it's going to be crazy. I think the big winner probably in all of this is Anthony Davis because now he becomes the big fish that can change your fortunes. 
So I think New Orleans right now and Anthony Davis, that's going to be the big play from now on in the, with free agency. There it is. That's Charles Barkley this morning uh, on ESPN with Mike Greenberg on Get Up. And I agree with everything he said. He's absolutely right. And as you mentioned, the general manager <clears throat> was crying last night post-game. And he said, if you want to blame somebody, blame me. And so it's one of those difficult situations to try to break down. The, uh, Charles is right. Players want to play. Kevin Durant's been wanting to play, but he knows he can't physically do it. And unlike the Sixers, who had doctors who had no idea how hurt a guy was and kept saying a player was three weeks away from getting ready to be three weeks away, I think the Warriors publicly and Steve Kerr dealt with this the right way. He was asked every day, when's Kevin Durant going to come back? And he would say, I don't know. And he was being honest because everybody wanted him to say, tomorrow night's game. He's coming back for game five against the Rockets. He didn't do that. He said, we don't know. And they let the healing process go on. That's the way you handle it the correct way as an organization. But then when you get to this situation where you have to win the game and the guy's out there and he gets hurt worse than he was before, what do you do? What do you say? Well, the only thing I can equate this to, and, and, and it go, and it's, it's just maybe seven, was it about six years ago, is RG3 in Washington. Now, you remember the, the, the Redskins in that playoff game, he was not ready to go. Yep. He was not ready to go, but he wanted to play. And Shanahan and the doctor said, let him go. He's okay. He can go. He was not okay. And what happened? He got injured worse than he first did, and his career has been done since. Remember the Nationals a few years ago when they didn't want to use their pitch, Matt Scherzer, in the postseason, right? They wanted to, to baby him and not use him, and he was ready to play. I don't, know how, I don't even remember how bad the injury was, but it's like, why are you not pitching this guy? This is for the World Series. This is for your chance to go deep into the playoffs. <clears throat> so it's a delicate. <clears throat> no, it wasn't sure. That was Strasburg. They it, was Stra- being, yeah, it was Steven Strasburg. Yeah, Stra- That's yeah, right. Strasburg. Yep. Yeah, it was Strasburg. You're absolutely right. Well, do you think it's it's also? I mean, like, so they they had him on injured reserve. He wasn't really doing anything. And he wasn't then, on injured reserve. No, he was I on mean, the, he was on the active roster. Right, but but I mean, what I'm saying is that they didn't allow him enough time to to warm up all of his entire body, not just that day, but prior. No, to No, they had a practice ready. the day before. He's been lightly working out, but lightly he had a working, full practice. Yeah. And then I said to you yesterday on this show, after his workout with the team, the team determined he looked good. He said he felt good. He did put ice on his calf. Yeah. But that's what all athletes do after an injury. Pitchers put ice on their shoulder after but they still, pitch. But still, he only had one full well, practice. Robin, yeah, he had one full practice with the team. He was doing light shoot around the entire time, right? There was a, there was a while where he wasn't doing any, any con- like no basketball yeah. activity, right? Then he came back and he was practicing on a, on a, on a, smaller, on a lower level. They had a, he worked out full team practice with no restrictions, which means he went through a full run with the right, Warriors. Right, but that was only one. Right, but that was the day before, which meant that he w- it looked like he was okay to go. Before the, pre- before the game, he was doing pregame warm-ups. He looked fine, fantastic. Yep, exactly. Okay, so That's he had, why it's a tough decision. Right, so yeah. every, this, everything pointed that, okay, Durant is a full go. And here's the other reason why. It wasn't about not having enough time. It was. It actually meant that you're right, though they didn't have enough time, and the reason why is because they were down three one in the damn series. Need to Kevin Durant exactly. Yeah. That, no, that, no, that bottom line because in the first quarter he came out and showed you when he was fine, Robin. He was three or four from three point range, playing excellent defense and getting to the line. So he was pivotal for them to push a game five. He needed to be out there, Absolutely. and if he was, and if he, and if he was at eighty percent, he was going to go. Unfortunately, it looked like he was more about a 50-50 shot is what he really was. I said yesterday, if he's 70%, he's, he's going to play. And yep. he did. And he got hurt, unfortunately. And it was a non-contact injury. So what are you going to do? So now it just throws a monkey wrench. Hey, you worry about the human being first. first and, and meanwhile, yep. so let's get back to the other part. <clears throat> so when he goes down, 
<clears throat> and you know me, I am fair when it comes to ripping fans all over the country. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the first guy that rips Philadelphia fans as a Philadelphian when I see some moron, one or two or three morons, do something stupid. Unlike the rest of the media, and I've been in national media for three decades, so I understand that it's easy to sit on the national stage and sit in L.A. or New York and just say, oh, yeah, they booed Santa Claus, and this, these fans are animals, and they're pigs, and they eat horse shit and all this other stuff. But when it happens in other cities, when it happens in other cities, it gets ignored for the most part. Yep. And that's what I am not going to allow as someone who tries to be fair at everything that I do. And so last night, and I ripped the Bruins fans last week when those douchebags were fighting. Remember the guy threw the beer on the other guy? Yeah. They're up in the stands, and, 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 they're, and they're, they're, the fans are fighting each other during a Stanley Cup playoff game. One guy throws a beer. It was a stone-cold-looking guy, jumps him. That happens everywhere. That's my point of this whole thing. It happens everywhere. There's always a couple of knuckleheads in any sporting event, especially where they're serving alcohol. So then you're fueling it with alcohol, and... The Bruins fans had no reason to be fighting each other. They're winning. Exactly. So if you're winning and then you're fighting your own fan base, that means you're a drunken fool and you should not be allowed out of the house yeah. to watch anything. Why can't they just ban those kind of people from coming? Because to they, they can't. can't. It's alcohol. And they're not going to ban alcohol. No, that's, that's, how the make their, that's how they make gazillions of dollars. Right. No, but <laughs> like if somebody, if somebody gets into a fight, they should not be allowed to come Okay, back. that's the fight. So I ripped those fans and I'm busting Dean's chops. Because the Boston fans think that Philly fans are the worst. The New York fans think that the Philly fans are the worst. And so on and so forth. And so on and so forth. There's bad fans in every city. In every country. You go to some of these, watch these soccer games in Europe. Those people are animals. They're hooligans. You got to come strapped. Yeah, exactly. You have to. So the whole argument is that when a fan base does something stupid. And again, I didn't condemn everybody in Toronto. I condemned the people. Because, you know, the Michael Irvin situation here put Philadelphia on the map as booing or cheering when he went down against the Philadelphia Eagles years ago. And I've talked to Michael a million times about this. In private, publicly, <clears throat> Michael knows it wasn't the entire stadium. And I equate what happened here, <clears throat> pardon me, to what happened in Toronto. Michael Irvin was a Hall of Fame receiver. He goes down, a couple of knuckleheads say, oh, he's going to be out of the game. Therefore, the Eagles' chances of winning are better. And that's exactly what happened last night. Yep. Am, I can, am I saying it was good that they did it? No. That's the kind of knucklehead mentality, but not, it's not necessarily knucklehead. It's like if a boxer's fighting and you bet on a bar fight and one guy gets knocked down, you're rooting for that guy to be knocked out because the guy who knocked him down is the guy you wanted to win. Well, yeah, the and point so I you're glad the guy gets knocked down because yep. that means he's got a chance to lose the fight. But I don't think anybody, anybody cheers, I mean, unless they're a real moron, for a permanent, really bad no, injury. No, one knows, no, no one knows going, what it is. No yeah. one knows what the injury really is, but you shouldn't boot the injury. But again, with boxing, though, it's, you're, you're betting on someone not being able to get back yeah, up. but that's, that's, that's why you're I'm rooting doing. for somebody to go down. But in the case last night, so here's the part, and I love this because I got all these people, even Joel Embiid ripped the Toronto fans. Should have. Now, now, after the game, to his credit, Steph Curry said, hey, you know what? I'm not, that's not the Toronto fans I know. They're not like that. And again, you're not... See, the problem is everybody thinks you're condemning an entire fan you're base. You're not. It's just All 19,000 people. It's a couple of people, when they saw Durant go down, they were cheering. There's no doubt about it. And because it, Kyle Lowry had to go over there, and uh, Danny... Uh, 
Danny Green. Danny Green. They were the first two. Literally ran right over like, oh, oh, Yeah, exactly. Like, keep it down. So don't tell me, Toronto fans, that the fans weren't cheering an injury. They were. Just admit it and say there's a couple of knuckleheads in our building that did something stupid. That's all you got to do. But then you can go DeMarcus Cousins. You can go Boogie Cousins on them when he was asked after the game what he thought when some Toronto fans were cheering the Kevin Durant injury. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. exactly right. That's what I say. What did he say? Let me repeat this. Boogie Cousins, you won't hear this anywhere else. You won't hear it on radio, TV, anywhere else except on the internet on, on this show. DeMarcus Cousins, what do you think of those fans in Toronto who cheered Kevin Durant's injury? Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. I can't say that <clears throat> emphatically enough. One more time for, for extra purpose. Run it back. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly right. right. That's the thing too, and it's it. Listen, and he said they were trash. By the way, he added they were trash after he said f them. And I love I love the the local local sports talk hosts in in this city right now because that's all they were talking about today. Is I didn't. Home. Why are you listening to other local sports talk show hosts? Well, the reason why is because I it was a quick drive to my dad's and back, and I just wanted to hear what was going on. Right. So because I did the film. When they talk about Carson Wentz and whether or not he deserves a contract and whether or oh, not man, that you uh, know it, man, you know it. So the thing is, is that. My point was is that they were all saying how it's it was disgusting for them to do that. Do you think that we would do this? You better believe. You bet your ass. If Kevin Durant was here at the Wells Fargo Center, of course, because every single fan base does it, but it doesn't mean everyone is like that. It's a handful of knuckleheads. Well, what else are they going to talk about? That's what local radio guys do. My point is is that stop trying to make. You know what? I'm going to, Robin, make your point because I'm just going to get. I want to thank, uh, we have a new follower, Librison, and oh, okay. they, um, their comment is there's always an element of bad apple fans in every sports exactly. city. Exactly. I've had Everywhere. a few thrown out of Philly games over the years. Oh, they've had, so Librison is, um, has. Let me just themselves. say it one more time. Just one more time to every fan who's ever done something stupid in every city, including Philadelphia, Boston, New York, Oakland, LA. You name it. St. Louis. Fuck them. Fuck them. And to every radio host out there who tries to make this a big deal and defends the city who does bad things and then wants to make another city look like their bad things are worse than the city that the other fans were douchebags in. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. I totally followed that. You got me now? You follow I, me I, right I, now? I, wait, I, I got to go back. One, one, more, every, one more time. Can you repeat? I, if you can go through I that stream of consciousness one more no, time. No, I got it. I got it. I, had, it, it, it right. I realized I had to follow really closely. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> For those of you who did not follow, one more time. And to Bob Myers. <laughs> he's, he's not even going there. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and the GM of the, of the Golden State Warriors crying on the podium. He did take the blame, though. I have this to say to you, Mr. Myers. Fuck them. Fuck them. My point is that over here we have this whole mentality like, you know, no one likes us, we don't care. So then why? So then so why, why are you working? Exactly. Why are you listening if it's going to no, anger you? I'm just saying that we. Everyone has that mentality, right? But every time something like this happens, that's everyone, just a stupid slogan everyone, from a bunch of drunk eagle yeah, fans who stand in parking lots and start drinking at seven a.m. No one I'm going to take my cue from drunks who start drinking no, at seven a.m. It's just a funny saying. It's like no one likes us, we don't care. Yet all you do is care. It's it's. Do you understand the, the stupidity of that comment? Here's the thing, though, is that, but every time something like this happens, 
everyone in Philadelphia goes, well, if it was us, they would kill. Like, dude, stop making it about you. I don't see. You. That's the difference between me and the local honks in this no, town. No, it wasn't even the local honks. It's even the people on social media that are just Who cares about, about those no, people? They're just, just regular media. people. Those are listeners. They're regular people of, of this program, of, of all types of programs. My point is, is that Everybody's it's not got all a- about you. It happened somewhere else in Toronto, so let them deal with it, is what I mean. Let them be called assholes for a little while. Let it die off of Philadelphia. Hey, listen, I congratulated the Toronto fans for taking the Boston Bruin fans off the hot seat right. for a couple of days. Right. Those That's fans are sending them gift baskets. The right news now. cycle's fast here. The 24-hour news cycle changes every day. That's why it's called a 24-hour news cycle. So the Boston Bruin fans are feeling better today because they were the douches of the week last week. Right. And now everybody's flipping the bird. Little kids are flipping the bird. Everybody's pissed off. It's freaking sports. All right, I understand St. Louis fans being and Toronto fans. St. Louis never won a Stanley Cup. Toronto's never won an NBA. And they're not going to either because the Bruins are taking care of business. In game I mean, seven, so uh, so that was then. Uh, that's enough about that crap. Rock Blue Twenty Two yeah, said, that. um, "That's my new ringtone for my so-called friends." Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Exactly. That's exactly. It. it is. Tony heard it this morning. Goes, Robin. I have a new sound drop. <laughs> no, I saw it last night, but obviously they had to bleep it out. And if you go look for that cut, it's going to be hard to find the unedited, uncensored, unfiltered, uncircumcised version of that. Uncut, other, so other to speak. Other than here on Bruno Nation Live. Exactly. Meanwhile, let's get down to the baseball business, Luigi. Baseball oh, by the way, before we... I want to do one more NBA thing. So I don't want people... We're not turning into ESPN. We're not going to do three straight hours on the NBA. Ash. They're going to do 24 straight hours on the NBA. In fact, they will be doing the NBA until the season starts. They will not take a day off. Sort of like the NFL. Exactly. <laughs> sort of like the NFL. <laughs> but anyway, you know what happened? So this morning I'm scanning around. I'm looking. Yes, Robin. Go ahead. No, uh, I, go ahead. You finish first because... I always finish first. Unfortunately, I'm a dude. That's what happened. <laughs> 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 Once in a blue moon. Well, not necessarily. Some nights I'm... Uh, so, you know, some yeah, nights... Sometimes, I, sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. You know, I faked it a couple times. <laughs> I have to fake it sometimes, too. Yeah, I got to pretend that I uh, satisfied myself. Just to make her think that I satisfied myself after satisfying her three, four, five times. This is another one of those you have to follow along really closely, Tony Brisms. Um, since you're not going on to the next thing, Liberson uh, mentioned that he, he said, how long have you guys been on Twitch? I follow you on Twitter, but apparently I've missed broadcast notifications. I missed Tony Bruno on the radio. Yeah, I had a couple people this morning that were on Twitter saying, hey, you know, what's up? I, I miss you. And I, I told them, go to twitch.tv, tell your friends. This is how it spreads. It's like the diseases coming into the country and well, that haven't been seen since medieval days. I, I put it in the chat room a little while ago, but this is so this because of the fact that we do not have a huge network behind us that is pushing and marketing and advertising for us. We need to go door to door. Luigi's got to go door to door. Everybody that is in the chat room, I everybody that listens on doors. to us Have you heard the good us, news? You guys, <laughs> Bruno's back on Twitch. You guys <laughs> are our marketing campaign yes. so i said a little while ago whatever you need to do whether you need to text somebody call somebody send them the twitch app via bang you know, on their vote, doors whatever you need to break just, into their but dinner bring somebody, at 5 30 in the afternoon you know your neighbor's having dinner just knock ring the doorbell t- tony and hope stop. that the millennials are not in there getting f- sprayed when you ring the doorbell stop trying to be funny be realistic i am I, being realistic how's this trying to be funny <laughs> i want i want everybody to do this like <laughs> every day bring somebody new Bring somebody new to the fun and games. More importantly, 
if you can bring two chicks at the same time, well, that goes would without be, saying. We would give us even but more. But it's juice. free to it's free to sign up for Twitch. It's free to follow. Um, if you want to subscribe, you can do so for free. If you have Amazon Prime, yep. Amazon Prime allows for you to join your Twitch account and your Amazon account to become. Twitch Prime, boom, boom, and um, you can do that for free, and then <laughs> and that then allows you every single month yes. you get one free subscription, which of course should be Tony the the Tony Bruno show on Bruno Nation exactly Live, exactly right, and then and um, follow, 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 and if uh, if you um, already have used up your free Twitch Primes and you want to have access to all the other um, the extras, extras, and, that and, you know, and, and during the night, like when we're not on. We'll run reruns of the show, so you get those if you're a member. And we run Bob Ross Channel. We and, uh, make you relax. And Harry Mays show. and Aton Shander, they're, they have they, one yep. that we run. And so there's and then a lot Luigi, of other are you doing a show tonight on Funkin' Fantasy? I'm yeah, but they only run that once live, and then after that we cut it. We don't ever play that ever again. That doesn't get rerun? Scrapple Joe says, how much would a billboard on 95 be for a month? Tony Bruno Nation Live. Tw- well, it's not well, How much would it cost to, to fix it? Because it's one to four. I may have to go up on, well, a, on a billboard and I paint mean, it myself or stand up naked on a billboard like we used to do back in the day. Just go up on top of a billboard with a megaphone. I don't know how much a billboard would cost for think, a month. I don't think you guys run my show rerun, do you? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Bob from Valley Force says, Luigi needs to put on a bear costume with a Tony Bruno Twitch display and running through, run through the tri-state neighborhoods. Lord knows that damn bear gets tons of media coverage. No, you know what we need to do? <laughs> I'll do need, it. We need to get one of those big signs that you stand on the corner and you spin it around. You ever see those dudes? Yeah. Like, They're every, every place that's going out of business, they bring out a dude with the big sign that they spin around. And there's an arrow that makes you point in there. That's what we should do. Okay. We need to get people with spin. We need some spinners. Now, I like spinners. They're, they're normally women around... Four ten to like five three. Doug Those McGregor, are the spinners, we my need favorite spinners. So if you, Doug McGregor, <laughs> if you are a, um, if you are a subscriber, then you can go into the archives and get the fucking exactly. Fantasy. That's the thing about being a subscriber is you have access to all of this stuff. Yes, it's like the uncut stuff. It's like the the uh, deleted scenes. Yeah. Except nothing's deleted on this show. <laughs> the show was much better last year, anyway. So it's, <laughs> it's fine. But you know what I'll do? I'll start running around with with, with uh, I'll start running around with with. Uh, with twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation live on my back. Remember like the old Golden Palace? Yes. I'll do yes. that from now, like in my marathon runs and all that stuff. Oh, like good. I, I'll yes. sponsor. Exactly. Yeah. You can just write it on my back. Yes. And I'll yes. run with it. Get it tattooed. I like it. I, I'm, I'm going to get a tattoo. Why the hell not? <laughs> By the way, I think that we have Fawn might be coming Who? next week. Fawn. It looks like. The Philadelphia unbelievable tattoo artist. You think he'll tap me up? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to get tatted. You think I'll do it? I'm going to get the neck tats. I'm going to go go. What's the dude in Florida? The guy with the tats? Tony's lying. Luigi's for real. You're you're totally lying, Tony. What do you mean? I said I would do it. If the guy's going to, I'd do it live, though. I want to do it live on the show. I don't have any ink. Robin's in this room, Robin's the only person that has a tattoo. Yep. Most of the time. We just get tattooed a lot. That's why I get screwed, blued, and tattooed. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of. what the hell is this? I'm Scrabble get... Joe, rerun of Funkin' Fantasy is basically Luigi taking a lost dog about his fantasy team. Really smack talk. No, it's... Early smack talk. No, it's really not. But anyway, that's what's going on. So Fawn is on this new reality show with Dave Navarro. It's another tattoo challenge show. You know how they have these reality shows where they bring on Ink different Masters, artists? Ink Masters, the 12th season. 12th. No, this is not Ink Masters. Yes. It is? Yes. Because there's, there's a couple of tattoo shows. There's Inked. Inked. Which... And then there's Ink Masters. Right. Ink's the one with the chick, right? Who's really good. Uh, 
yeah. Who's the female tattoo artist? She's hot. She's really, really good. I know what you're talking about, though. She anyway, there's the a lot of these shows. Like dark, or black hair, whatever yeah. it is, but yeah. she does a lot of tattoos. Exactly. Somewhere. So I'm going to, I'm either going to go old school and get the barbed wire around no, the No, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm going to get the barbed wire. No, you're not. You know, you should get a little scoongeal right around here. <laughs> Something like that. It's like a fetish. You should, that's what you should get. You, you should, should get, get a band of the different, of the different pastas. Like a tagliatelle oh, that, that goes in, funny. that goes into a ravioli, that goes into a tortellini. How about a calamat? Calamat. Just a little calamat. School Just, I get the seven fishes, as Bob from Valley Ford said yesterday. <laughs> I'll get the Mike Tyson around. I'm going to get the eye drops. Yeah. How about some eye drops? Just get, the teardrops. You know what you, know you should get, Tom? You just get CFT in your palm. I mean, come off of the table. When you, when you just go CFT in your palm. Or the bite. I think these are the words. I, I, I finally made a decision. Wait, these are the words I want on my arm when I get tattooed. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. So there's right, two right words. The them and then M. So the second word is, the sec- is just, it's just E-M. So it's T-H-E-M. And then E-M. Wem. Wem. Not Wem, no. That's not... <laughs> no, I'm thinking about getting... I'm thinking not about Mark getting Bavaro. It's, uh, it's uh, Dave Navarro. Yeah. Look up look up a Fawn, uh, F-O-N. He's at, uh, on on Instagram, he's at Sucker's 23 good. underscore Fawn. He's a tattoo artist. It's his name. A-F-A? No, F-O-N. F-O-N. On Instagram. Not P-H-O, which is pronounced fo. Yeah. This is Fawn, which is spelled F-O-N. Fawn underscore something? or It's um, at Fawn underscore 23 on, That's it was. on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I got no, I got it on a... Dude, it's good, man. But it's 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 switched around. I'm not going to let some butcher but look at his, tattoo his, me. His, oh, shit. His re, he's, uh, he specializes in black and white realistic mm-hmm. uh, photography tattoos, and it's freaking phenomenal. You know what I'm thinking about getting? What are you going to get? I got good belts. I'm thinking about getting the, uh, I'm getting, thinking about getting the one-up mushroom right there. <laughs> That is funny. The one-up the mushroom, one-up yes, mushroom. From the video games yes. from yes. Super yes. Mario Brothers. The one up, it was just got, it's got the mushroom head right here. Uh-huh. That's like funny. This right here, and then one up right underneath. That's not funny. the not, not the what up mushroom. Not the what up mushroom. That's what a up. different mushroom. Just the one up. What up? One Anytime up. Things are going bad. Just is it level up. up? Isn't it level no, up? No, it's one up. It means you get another life. That's funny. I like it. That I was going to go get the Delco Eagles catalog. You realize that everybody logo. and their mother is going to punch you as they come by you. Then as soon as you see it, because they're going to want to one up. Okay. What up? No, it's one up. up. I'm gonna go get that. I'm gonna get this on my. Uh... I'm gonna get the pipe tattooed like right here. So as soon as I get erect, it just comes out of the pipe. That's what. I'm gonna... By the way, did you see the guy? I don't know if it's a fake. There's a video running around of a guy who does male manscaping. Did you see this video? Yeah, it's fake. It's, it's totally fake. fake. It's got like he he manscapes the pubic hair of a male. I see him on Wednesdays, actually. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And the guy's in a stirrup. It's got to be a joke. He's got to be. A, he's really good. And he uh, and he gets a towel and then he basically like buffs the man's testicles at the end. That has so, to be. Funny. Yeah, you haven't seen that video. No. It's all over the place. His sh- this guy Fond, his, his shading is incredible. No, he's incredible. That's what it really. I mean, like I'm not That's... a big fan of the black and white tattoos. I like, I like a little bit of color, but. It's but just I mean, the, 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 the just the detail on some of these people's oh, faces. Yeah. I know a lot of people do that, but I mean, just even like some oh, of the wrinkles in a forehead. I mean, it's amazing. I'm gonna get the Eagles. You, Del- I'm gonna go see... Delco and get the Eagles tattoo on the on the cap. SB52, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. When yeah. you see the side by side, you see the photograph <laughs> that the person brings in, and then the tattoo that he did. Yes. It's just virtually indistinguishable. Tell him to bring the needle. It's amazing. It Put the needle on the record, um, sucker. Now I'm assuming that on the show the he has to like. do all sorts of different styles because they're not just gonna allow yeah. him to do. I want to go Gangnam style on me. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the business now. Are we back to the business? Let's get down to When's you know he coming, what, Robin. When's Fawn coming? Uh, sometime next week is what their what his PR 
person is telling me. Exactly. So we're, we're, we're working on the final date. Let's get time. down to the business. I would like day. to have like a hemp one done. I would like to have one drawn me see how it would look. Hannah, you mean? Hannah? I mean, yeah, Hannah. I've Hannah. had Hannah tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a Hannah. But last night, ladies and gentlemen. Stop the hammering. Yes. No, they didn't stop the hammering. It was bombs away last night. It's citizens' just, just really quick, Luigi. Wait a just, minute. We're stopping just, the baseball right now? Just so that you know that you can get a temporary tattoo made of anything that you want. You just send them the design. There's all these places. and would they like will, I would love, I would They love will make a temporary like. temporary one. you got to come to Venice Beach, man. you get all kinds of Hannah shit all over you. Okay, that's enough about tattoos. Let's Sorry. get back down to the baseball business. We had history here last night. Jared Eikhoff is probably history this morning. <laughs> Dude. Jumping out of Citizens Bank Park in South Philadelphia in a rainy night. They almost pulled the tarps out. Unfortunately, they didn't pull the tarp over Jared Icaw. He got jacked off early and often last night. First three batters went boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. So we can do it all night. Yeah, and You can exactly. make me feel right. Icaw, when we're talking about the Nationals going back to back to back to back the other day, Four consecutive home runs. Last night, the Arizona Diamondbacks with these new uniforms that looked like they were sweating or wet before they came out onto the field. Did you see the dark rays? Did yeah, you like the, those? I hate those uniforms. I hate them. I don't like them either. It looks like they're wet. Yeah. And, then it, and then it rained. And the good thing is when it rained, you didn't know that they weren't wet because they looked the same, whether they're rained, rained on or... Anyway, the Diamondbacks, they got rid of some big guys, right? Goldschmidt's gone. Juice. Corbin's gone, the pitcher, right? Yeah. And they go out there, and they're still mashing the baseball. So the first three guys hit home runs. It's 3 nothing. Phillies come back. And by the end of the night, Arizona had eight home runs. The Phillies had five home runs, two of them by Scott Kingery, who's now becoming their power hitter. Well, he's actually doing a little bit better playing center field defensively. What's up? 13 home runs in the game last night, a new major league record. You know, that's never happened. In all the years, even in the steroid era, two teams never combined for 13 home runs in one game. So a first last night in Philly as 13 home runs. The White Sox and Detroit Tigers, the record was 12 home runs in a game, and they did it twice. But that's softball American League slop ball action. You expect the White Sox and the Tigers in the American League to score that many runs. Now the National League is just a bandbox baseball home run dirt. I believe we have tape from last night's game. In case you missed it, final scores are 13 to 9, something like that. And all of a sudden, the Phillies are tied for first place. Are they on the slide? Are the Atlanta Braves now the team to beat in the National League East? Well, going out and getting Keuchel, we'll see, because if he's as advertised, I mean, he went seven scoreless in minor league. Yeah, minor, but it was only minor league action, but he looked pinpoint accurate. He looked great. Now, this could be. This could be huge because if this, if if the Phillies did not do themselves service by going out and getting Keuchel and allowing him to go to the Atlanta Braves, Tony, and he goes gangbusters for the Braves, this could be the biggest mistake in Phillies history, buddy. Well, I mean, they got they did sign a bunch of guys, but their, their pitching's a disaster. And the bottom line is, the Braves are red hot, four in a row. They've caught the Phillies. They've tied them up at 37 and 29. The Mets are playing better. Ah, the Mets, the Mets, Mets. Two straight. They're only four and a half out. My Don't point is, the, the Nationals who sucked all year. They've won three straight. They're only six games out. So this division, it looked like it was going to be a two-team race. It's going to be a four-team race. The Marlins can get hot, but they never catch up. Yankees and Mets were postponed last night. They're playing a 
split doubleheader today up at City Field. And how about your Anaheim Angels last night? The biggest crowd at Anaheim Stadium in 21 years. Sadly, there were mostly Dodger fans who drove down. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was, really. <laughs> Nobody goes and sees the Angels. Not even the Saints. Not even the Pope, when he goes to Anaheim, goes and sees the Angels. He skips that one. <laughs> he goes to he says, screw the Angels. I'm going to Disneyland, bitch. I think that's a quote from the Pope. He Enrico Palazzo himself won't even walk into Anaheim Stadium that's anymore. Right. Reggie Jackson won't even go up to, to Angel Stadium. Jay Johnstone won't pretend that he's playing the outfield in the next Naked Gun movie. Jay but you know who did show up for the Angels last night? Mike Trout again? That Mike Trout guy. All he does is show up. He showed up. He had another home run, his 18th of the year. And the Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels. The greatest name in sports. Beat the Dodgers last night before an almost packed. That the 21, the biggest crowd in 21 years doesn't mean it was sold out. Right, okay. <laughs> it means everyone mean, had nothing else to do that day. Exactly. Disneyland, it was too hot, too humid. Let's go watch a ball game. Go watch the Dodgers and the Angels in the Freeway Series. The Freeway Series. Because they, they don't have Subway. They can't call a Subway Series. They do have Subway sandwiches, but they suck. Why would you go to Subway if you got a really good sub stash? They call them subs out there, heroes. They call them subs. Hoagies. They call them, uh, they, they don't call, call them hoes. Hoagies is an East Coast thing. That's it. They call them subs. Heroes? Then, no, no, heroes are different. That's a Greek thing. No, not heroes. Hero. Like a hero. No, they sandwich. don't call them heroes. They, they call them subs. Which is also started on the East Coast, you know. Yeah. The term sub. And you know why, Robin? Do you know why they were called subs? Because no. they look like a submarine set. They look like a sub. The role looks like a submarine. And so when the military guys and the sailors would go in to get lunch, they'd have the long roll. And they'd say, give me a sub. And that's how the term submarine sandwich was made. But we shortened it to sub and then subway. Whereas my mom would say, ooh, subway. Ooh, subway. Ooh, subway. When <laughs> you go down to the ball of yard. When you go to the baseball. Meanwhile, and then when you get there, you go, this is the men. <laughs> and the Phillies and Braves will square off this weekend. You want to talk about, you. they can't give away tickets to this Diamondback series. Did you see they had the promotion last night? This is one of those, what do they call it? When they uh, when they sell tickets for $10? It, it was like almost flash like, sale. Flash sale. A flash sale. But guess what? Our good friend Andrea, who goes to every Phillies game, yep. who basically spends every dime she makes, every dime her husband collects from the government or wherever they're working, uh-huh. She buys tickets. So she pointed out last night that the Phillies were announcing the flash sale for today's Diamondbacks game, the second game of the series. It's $10, the price, but then they charge you $4.75 for handling fees. So it's $14.50 or $14.75 for a $10 ticket. That's an outrage. If it's a $10 ticket, it should be a damn $10 ticket. Remember remember, uh, in April... I was giving away tickets a day, man. Exactly. We were blowing them out, Tony. I bought all those tickets, and I literally, I went to five games. Five. I took one to you, one with you. I took, uh, I, and then I went to a couple by myself. So I'm sitting there, I'm going five. How many did you out? Five. Well, what happened to the volume? That's Robin really always turns it down. Yeah, his sound. And I suggest to her, and I, I don't just suggest, I demand that she doesn't touch the volume on this machine because I can control it from here. Yes, I do. I have it right here, Robin. Take it easy. All right, all right. So now, my point is though, is that like, and those tickets, people were, were going crazy for them. I couldn't give, I couldn't even give away tickets to this series though. There was no way I could have gave them away. And the Diamondbacks aren't exactly. I mean, they, those guys can mash. Doug McGregor, fuck those fees. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, that's what I say. To the Phillies out there, you want to charge fourteen fifty for a ten dollar ticket? You know what I say to you? Fuck them. Exactly. Fuck them. It's bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Fuck those people. Seriously. 
It's, it, I mean, how, how, how much can they? Why do they need to make it? They're downloading the they're downloading the tickets to your phone. Yep. Right. How does it cost four dollars and fifty cents? No, literally, cents? the phone. I mean, the, the ticket goes straight to your phone. Exactly. That's it. So it's not like they have to put the tickets in an envelope, Print mail them, it do out, anything. Exactly. They send it electronically. So you're charging four dollars and fifty cents to buy a ticket electronically from the team, who uses an obviously uses a third party. And I get it. Third party people want to get paid. Use the MLB, but if you're going to charge four fifty per ticket on a ten dollar ticket, that's a bit much. That's worse than the soda tax. That's criminal. That's a bit. It's it's literally it's forty five percent of the actual ticket exactly. price. That's insane. It is. That is bullshit. <sighs> Ridiculous. Meanwhile, we have tape of last night's game. In case you missed it, we do. Yes. There's no volume. Robin, you have this up. No, she doesn't. Crank it up. Oh, that's good at the ceiling. Oh, my goodness. There is a bit of a superhuman aspect to him. I mean, this is the home run derby with the greatest home run hitters, and he's putting them to shame. In what was the most anticipated home run derby in recent memory, <laughs> two pinstripe rookies stole the show. Before the anticipated championship matchup of Yankees phenom Aaron Judge and slugger Giancarlo Stanton could take place, the defending champion would have to go through Gary Sanchez first. left center field and that work of art out there is getting peppered. Gary Sanchez, the Yankee catcher, knocks off the defending champ, Giancarlo Stanton. The main event though was the debut of six foot seven MLB home run leader Aaron Judge. But after Miami's Justin Bohr smashed 22 homers in the first round, all eyes due to Justin and all Moore. the pressure they pretty much on the baby bomber. this guy, remember? Oh, yeah. Straight away center and a shot to start. Tony, nobody can see it. It makes no sense when you're playing it and you're watching it. Nobody no, can see it. No, but you don't have to. You hear the ball being hit, and then you anticipate Chris Berman with his classic back, 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 back. He beats him by one. After an impression. Aaron Judge then has been hurt ever since because he was overswinging in the home run derby, and he's hurt, and the Yankees are hurt. But the Yankees still find a way to win despite basically half of their lineup being out. So Tony, gracious. just so that you know, I'm just trying something out because on my old phone, it didn't work. I am going live on Instagram right now. Oh, you are? Just so that people can see where what we are doing every day in case they didn't know. I'm not going to say that. I want everybody to know on Instagram, this is not directed at you. This is directed at all the Toronto Raptor fans. Not every fan in the building, not every person in the great city of Toronto. I thought Tony was going to go with... I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. Yes. So I'm asking everybody if they can hear the sound, though. Can you hear me now? Sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Because I don't know if it's working. I, I have it plugged into the board. I think it's working, Riddle's but I'm not out. sure. Um, and this is, I'm not going to do this for very long. This is just one more. Let me get a shot oh, of Riddle yes. now. Let me, let me hold the camera now. Can you unplug the power? Riddle is out. I can't know. This is the sound. Oh, you have the sound plugged in? Let's get a live shot no, of Kitty Cam. No, other way. Other way, Tony. Uh, let's get a shot of Kitty Cam here. You see me over here messing around because I'm playing with the damn there's cat. The great, the, there's the great riddle. Richard? This is what he does during the show. This is the most chill podcast and live Twitch show there is. Riddle? That sucker's chilling right there. Look at that. Riddle? That's the way I lay out at night. Uh -huh. <laughs> Balls out, bro. Balls up. 
Balls out, balls to the wall, no balls to the sky. Now, I know that there are some other breeds that do lay like that as well, but this is a traditional... Yeah, called a horse. <laughs> this is a ragdoll trait where they lay on their back and they A lot just of cats of, do this, though. Not, that I means you more more larger cats We than call not. this the white girl wasted pose. That's this is white girl, <laughs> and it's only Tuesday. This is the Taco Tuesday white cat wasted. Oh, Tuesday! Now, we need to... I actually need to somehow show... <laughs> Hold moving. on a second. Let me see Riddle. if I can... Because now the, the only people on Instagram are seeing it, Tony. It's okay. Here, hold, hold on. I'm gonna people have, are waving. They're doing the. Uh, Tony, I'm gonna have you trade this for that. All right, here's the other camera. Yes, now. In a rare move, Let's watch the action now. We got live action. This is more exciting than the Phillies pitching staff last night. I will tell you so that right the, yeah, now. So this is. Well, I gotta get the line. I gotta get the camera lined up. Yeah, you stop shaking it around. I'm not too shaking much. it. It must be. Oh, hold in on. So wait, much. wait, wait. It's because it's zoomed it's just, in so much. Why hold did on. you zoom it in, Robin? Hold on, because it had yeah. to be there. It's like the what was that stupid movie in the woods with the kids? Uh, the Blair Witch. Blair Project. Witch Project. I know. There we go. So, for those of you who are while well, while well, Tony's doing a little cat cam, for those of you who are tuned into People Instagram, said they want to see more pussy on the show. I mean, come on. <laughs> Make the switch to Twitch. We Tony Bruno is on every single day, Monday through Friday, one to four p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Now we got biting and clawing, ladies and gentlemen. I usually wait to see that late night after I get out of the club. Some biting and clawing. The best cat in the world, right there. Now that you've riled up the cat, he was relaxing. He was chilling during the show. He'll be all right. Now he's going to attack. And attack hard. So, so honest. if you go to, you're not getting this anywhere else. Thank you, God. <laughs> he rolls right back. There's into way it. too much technology going on right now. If you're, if you go to Twitch.tv Bruno Nation Live, it's right there. Beautiful. And if you log on to there, it's free to sign up. It is free to join, and then you can watch us every single day, and get the hilarity, hijinks, and frivolity that is only. Bruno Nation Live. And then, of course, we got the Avion 44 box right there. <laughs> That's my okay. trash box. I know. Look at him. He's just, he's doing sit ups and licking his stomach. He's cleaning. Hey, he's you know, do you know why? He's uh, like everyone on, the, on, on an episode of Hoarders, <laughs> basically. Do you know why male Riddle? dogs lick their balls? Because they can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, All right, let's get this camera off because I'm shaking. I feel like I'm <laughs> okay, watching. Poppy. Thank you, baby. Uh, you got them uh, all? On get, a moment. All right. I'm shaking more than uh, a Polaroid picture, actually. Look at this damn cat. Shaking He's like good. Michael J. Fox. Where's there. the other two cats? Usually all three cats are down here for the so show. Lawrence is sleeping in the cat thing, and uh, Lily's up in the bed. Beautiful. <sighs> so, anyways, a home run derby. So, I gave you the home run derby. That's what happened last night at the ball yard. 13 home runs. Normally, 13 home runs are entertaining. It wasn't last night. No, not at all. It's, it was ridiculous. Not at all. I was actually I was peeking between the um, the the NBA Finals and the Phillies game because it was you know I had two two two. two when two I saw seven one, I flipped over yeah, seven I mean, to one. Well, I, I just looked over. I'm going out oh, seven. I'm like, oh, I'm like, who scored? Another one got hit out. And another yeah. one got. Every time I look up, another one got hit out. I'm like, what the hell is going on over here? It's like no, no one wants to pitch. They wanted to pitch. I mean, the ball was jumping out of the yard, and it's a small ballpark. But the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, are they going to catch the Dodgers in the National League West? Absolutely Probably not. No. No. Is anybody else going to catch the Dodgers? Colorado gets hot streaks and cold streaks. Arizona's on a now. hot streak right now. The Giants obviously are dog meat. But remember, Tony, this isn't. We're not in the dog days of summer yet. This isn't. Yet. It yet. This isn't it yet. And uh, bottom line is the they're the pitching's bad all over baseball. 
I mean, there's some good pitching going on. But you look at the numbers of home runs. The Phillies are the worst team in baseball at giving up the long ball. You know, and their bullpen, they got a lot of guys hurt. But now people are starting to wonder. Everybody thought this was the team. Do you realize that Bryce Harper has 65, game, 65 players in Major League Baseball with more home runs than Bryce Harper? And what's his face at first base, too? Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. Well, here's the thing, though, Tony. That These guys are like 11 and 13 home runs. There's a ton of guys with 18. I mentioned last night Mike Trout's got 18. There's guys with 20-something home and runs. And another guy who had a home run out last night was Jay Bruce. Now i got to ask the question. Yes. Did the Phillies give the wrong outfielder the money? <laughs> because yeah, should they have paid Jay Bruce? $100 million, $300 million? Yes, because- uh, no. By the way, I know that Chris Berman was known as the Swami. I yeah. worked with him for. Speaking Hello. of, that, I want to go. I want to go to the other thing that I wanted to play during the NBA segment, Robin, because you know what happened on this day 22 years ago. Well, everybody's going about Kawhi and KD and Anthony Davis. Where these guys are going to go? One guy you knew where he was going to go. Who? That MJ guy. He was going to the hole. 1997. I was still at ESPN at the time, working with my buddy. The great Stuart Scott on the night 22 years ago where Michael Jordan against the Utah Jazz. Do you remember this series? Of course. 1997. Stuart Scott doing Sports Center at the time. And knowing Stuart for all those years and working with him on ESPN2 and doing a lot of shows with him. This was Sports Center, the big show. He and Rich Eisen were hosting, and Stuart did what nobody else did back in that era. Uh, there were a lot of catchphrases. You know, Sports Center and Dan and Dan, and uh, Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann did the all those great slogans that people use, and now everybody's got catchphrases. Stuart Scott, though, you know what he did? What was that? And you're going to watch and hear this tape. The Byron Maxwell, Brian Maxwell, Michael Jordan, the feud, and then the amazing game. They called it the flu game. It was exactly 22 years ago tonight, June 11th, 1997, Stuart Scott. Bring in the flavor. Maybe it was takeout food. The Bulls Park City dwelling in Utah does not have room service. But at 5.10 Utah time, Michael got to the arena. A touch of the flu after sleeping all day. No doubt, though, the four-time finals MVP would start. As for his teammates, well, how about a wake-up call? Steve Kerr, it's Tony Kukoc in the back with the pass. One of eight bull turnovers. Howard Eisen swiping it to Chris Morris. Give him the hoop, the harm, give him 11 points. Jazz up 14. Phil Jackson needs a hug. Scotty tried to pick up the slack. An ill facial on the mailman. Must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. Scotty, 17 points, 10 boards, but with MJ on the bench, pulls down 13 after one in the second. Michael blowing up. Ron Harper the steal to Jordan who tells Hornacek, peace. Mike had 17 in the second quarter. Then vintage Jordan, the misdemeanor steal, one of three steals he had. Sick dribbling behind his back to Pippen. Pippen, no, Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael in the third quarter, an ice pack, only five total points. But in the fourth, Jazz up three, Jordan, Trey, money. He came in shooting only 17% from three land in the playoffs. Game tied at 77. After the whistle, Jordan on the bench looking absolutely ill. And I'm not talking ill isn't good. Minutes later, though, Jordan tells Russell, hey, yo, it's Michael, not Michelle. He had 15 in the fourth. Michael trying to hit the second free throw, does not. But Jordan sick and everything fights for the rebound. Out to Pippen, Pip to Mike. Michael, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your threes just hypnotize me. Despite being sick and not being able to walk, Mike had 38 points. No on the three, Stockton with the ball. Scotty 
Very intelligent foul. Stockton shooting 85% from the free throw line in the playoffs. Misses it. Misses the first effectively ending the game. Michael could barely put his arms up in the air. Unbelievable game by Michael Jordan. The great Stuart Scott. Dropping a little biggie in there, too. Michael, 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 can't you see? Sometimes those threes just hypnotize me, but I just like your fever ways. You want to know why Jordan went and played that game sick? Why? He had a ton on it. That's why. <laughs> you so, were my Pete Rose betting on baseball. Michael Jordan bet on FYI, everything. Luigi. So we've always been fighting with you about your mic, the distance, and so that that's how come I put the little thing. Now you're too far away from it. You got to get close, baby. Yeah, not that close, but you need to put I'm the on. mic. No, you're still, you, that needs to just be scooched towards you just a tad. There you go. There you go. Okay. Why are you sitting sideways? Because Robin otherwise, go yeah, otherwise we can't see him in the camera. I'm lean with it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Is this camera on me? <laughs> <laughs> so... Now, everybody that's on Instagram, the reason why you do, you're not getting the full effect is because you're not on Twitch. You got to get the full effect. You just you need get to... everything. 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 How much do I get for it? $10? Well, if you ask the question of... Go on to twitch.tv. Anything you want. Twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Stop wasting your time looking for Instagram models. They're not going to hook up with you unless you're a baller. Don't you under what don't you understand? Don't you bleep and understand? Exactly. I'm sad that I never got to meet Stuart. You should be sad. He was from everybody, I mean, your account, all your stories of him throughout you've the years. You've seen the videos, you've I seen know. the stuff we did. It was it was those were the great days. To me, that was and I'm not saying ESPN's not good or modern day sports isn't good. What I'm saying that in my career from 1990 to 2000, before I moved out west, right. That's when Sports Center and ESPN. Oh, that's when it was the best. It was, was can't miss TV. It really absolutely. was. And the world changed. I mean, you know, people don't wait till 11 o'clock. Except here in Philadelphia, they wait till 11 o'clock to watch the news to see how many people have been shot and how many one alarm fires there are. Well, see, that's or why dumpster I, fires. That's what. Well, I mean, plenty. A of lot those, of dumpster fires, especially tonight, 7 p.m. Luigi will be the first dumpster <laughs> fire that will be the Action News, the lead, the top story on Action News Five tonight. Five alarm blaze. Five alarm dumpster fire in South. Philadelphia, correct. As Funkin' Fantasy is on the air everywhere. Beautiful. When you hear this one, the fire rises. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what you have. You have a literal dumpster fire yes, right outside do. of the South. And it will basement. be the big story on Action News tonight with Jim Gardner. <laughs> That's right. And then they'll throw to weather, and then uh, Cecily Tyson yeah. will get up there and say the humidity is allowing this situation to get worse. Right. And so you must go out there. Right. And go to the Citizens Bank Park and see if they hit 15 over. Let's just get right to our lead story. <laughs> That's what Jim Carter <laughs> says all the time. No, but it, it's... Um, yes, if it bleeds, it leads. And it still does. And it never changed from the 1960s till today. It bleeds, it leads. You, you, you taught me that one. You said, that. You, hey, man, if it bleeds, it leads. And the that, thing but is, that's not my surrogate. That's what the, that's what the Action News... Yeah. And Action News is in every market. But here in Philly, it's always been number one. And the motto is, if the big story on Action News, if it bleeds, it leads. Bear, uh, Bearcat is 2007. Can I get a, can I get a, can I get a witness from the congregation, Stu Scott? Absolutely. Yeah, great. You know, cool was the other side of the pillow. That was some of the greatest ones right there. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, but the uh, what was I going to say? Um, with Sports Center when it was in its um, when it was really starting up in that 1990 to 2000 range, right there, right before social media like started going crazy with like Twitter and stuff like that. There you, was no social media. No, what I mean then. is though is that you had to wake up in the morning to catch the morning session of ESPN, right? Yeah. 
Oh, and, you waited till 11 o'clock. And you had to wait till 11 because games in the West Coast were going final and stuff like that. But, you know, when you were listening to, 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 to Dan Patrick and Craig Kilborn and yourself and Stu Scott and, you know, and, and all the greats that were there, it was can't-miss television. It was exactly. perfectly exactly. executed. It was, it, was, it was fresh. The skits, I mean, did, now did you guys have, did you have to run it past anyone on what you were going to say? Or did you kind of have carte blanche to do whatever it is you want no, to do? No, on highlights you have a you have a shot sheet, and it just basically right, says. Right, but were you ever to ad lib and just kind of absolutely do, like, like, like you know when like Stu Scott was saying like booyah and all that stuff like you were able to do what yeah, you wanted to do. Yeah, that's not in the script. That's you'd not have, in have, any script. No, but you have to like run that past anyone. No, say, like, hell no. Okay, Stuart Scott. Remember when they hired Stu? He was doing weekends in Orlando, Florida. He was a weekend sports anchor in Orlando, Florida. And when he auditioned for ESPN, a lot of people were saying, well, you know, that's not going to fly here. And when they put him on the air at ESPN on SportsCenter, they realized that they had a special, special guy. Because you know when they realized it? When athletes like Michael Jordan, because he's a North Carolina guy. Michael Jordan went to North Carolina. When Michael Jordan started watching Stuart Scott on SportsCenter and all the athletes, especially African-American athletes, were saying, damn, this guy's good, he really put ESPN on the map Sort of like when MTV wasn't playing rap. Remember back in the early days of MTV? Sort of, no, it was more sort of like Tiger Woods when he started playing golf because no one was really paying attention until Tiger started playing. Then all of a sudden, people that didn't even care about golf were like, yeah, let me just tune in. But Stewart wasn't just the first African-American. He wasn't the first African-American No, but he was the first on one with that kind of flair that was on exactly. the mainstream. That's, That's my what point. it was. That's my point. Tiger Woods, it wasn't about Tiger's flair. He was just the best golfer in the world. So if you're the best at anything, yeah, people are going to Yeah, but African-American had a big thing to do with it, too. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he... He revolutionized golf, Tiger Woods. Still, mm-hmm. he made people who didn't care about golf watch it, and he still does. He won Pebble Beach. You realize, two thousand nineteen years ago was when Tiger Woods won the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, Jesus, and he's back there starting tomorrow for the Pebble Beach U.S. Open. Can he get the same magic? You saw the magic at the Masters. Will Tiger be able to play well and dominate Pebble Beach like he did nineteen years ago? That's the big question as we head into this weekend for the U.S. Well, Open he, Championship. He certainly seems to have his favorite courses, like the courses that he does really well on. He mm-hmm. continues. He's now. Well, he did well at Memorial, but he didn't do that well this year. Yeah. So he's not a guarantee every weekend he's going to be there. He doesn't play every weekend, but he's going to play here, and we'll see what happens. There is a dumpster fire right now in the Phillies bullpen. There's no doubt about that. That is the dumpster fire. And they don't put is. that out. There's nothing they can put that out. There's no chemical. There's no sprays. There's no high density hoses. No There's sand. No, no sand. None of those uh, fire extinguishers where you go... Right, right, they're like the planes that fly over. Yeah, that's what they need. What they need is a bomb to be dropped right, <laughs> right inside us the bank park. Or maybe, you know what they can drop in there? A relief pitcher. How about that? Well, they got maybe a bunch of guys that. in there. But anyway, it's a disaster right now. It's a good thing the Philly got off to a good start. <laughs> at, at least, at least we, we, made it to, we made it to before the 4th of July to see what happens. But there's a lot of... You know, someone once said, wise man once said... What was that? He said, uh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Exactly. So let it be written. <laughs> so let it be done. That's beautiful. I miss laughing. Like that. Um, <laughs> by the way, I just, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of uh, people that are just popping on right now. Yes. For those of you who are new to Twitch, because you saw us on Instagram and oh, you're coming over. Um, make no nudity sure. here, though. We will not be taking off clothes, uh, even though Instagram is big for that. It's usually attractive women. But I am considering myself the world's oldest male Instagram model who's still bringing the heat, the funk, the noise, and still doing the things you need to do. 
I do what you want. You're bringing something, all right. You're damn right. But um, yourself retarded. If, exactly uh, right. if you are joining us for the first time, <laughs> and follow first, just follow. If you go to right. Twitch, so it's first of all, first thing you, you can do is follow. You have to. I don't believe that you can even sign on before you make an account. So I'm sh- I'm sure that you've made an account so far. And the one thing that's really great about doing an account on Twitch is that they don't sell it to anybody else. So your um, all of your information will stay your own. And then you just click on the little purple heart over our Bruno Nation Live mm-hmm. video screen, which will allow you to follow. And that, all of that is free. And you will get a notification as long as you um, slide the little slider over saying that you want notifications. Every single time that we go live, you will get a notification on your phone. It's fantastic. It is better than any other application out there to let you know when the Bruno Nation Live goes live. Um, I hear you. Anything else above and beyond that, uh, you can join for free via Amazon Prime, or you can um, subscribe, and then you'll get like extra perks and stuff like that. Exactly but Speaking right. of Amazon Prime, because I, I missed yesterday coming down here. You missed the there one in the so box? There are so many boxes oh, down here, Robin. I know. What is going on over here? I All these new fancy schmancy toys. You, you didn't see it. We had two boxes yesterday. We had two big boxes oh, that we unboxed. Box? And uh, we had fantastic mail time yesterday. One of our... Robin got it. Look at her new headphones. I know. Aren't they beautiful? They're wooden. They're made out of walnut. Um, Not poly walnuts. Not poly walnuts. (laughs) One of our most amazing followers, um, AJ in San Antonio, he sent us stuff off of our Amazon wish list. And, and he sent us buku stuff. Yeah, I mean, we got a camcorder. We've got new headphones for Robin. We got a wire. We got we got the, a microphone. Right. Head, it's what well, it's a one of that mic. It's uh, those were great. We had there the are four. Yeah. How many total? There are four wow. on our wish list, and he got us one out of the four. Um, they are fantastic headset mics, so that when we go on remote, we don't have to schlep all the the mics and the stands with us. Um, so. It's just our fans are seriously the best fans in the entire no, world. Are, no, they're great. Cause I, like, like, you know, you've said all the time, it's that, you know, we don't make anything doing this, but, you know, the people that are able to support the show through this give us the equipment and help us make the show better for you. And that's yep. that's what means the, the world to us. And thank you. Seriously, this is incredible. Yeah, it's a great. It is, going on over here, too. This is fantastic. It's, it's above and beyond what we could ever expect. Look at that. Look at, look at this. Do I don't you know, even know what that so is. This, I know. It looks fancy, doesn't it? What is it? This is You put a your phone on gimbal. there, and then you can walk around, and then it... it Pivots so you're not shaking. It's sort of like a really, really upgraded selfie stick, except you're not taking selfies. You're shooting crowds. If you're in a crowd, you could hold it up in the air, move the camera around. No, so it has what a it microphone. does, so when I put my camera in here, I have to take the case off, okay. though. So um, actually, here, give me your phone. Okay. He can't get off his phone, Robin. Are you serious right now? I was interacting with the Twitch people. Beautiful. I will And you show put you. that in there, and then on the handle of the of thing, you can adjust everything without having to touch your phone. So, oh, check that out. So, and then it, it so it swivels. So it will it's like never, a steady cam. It's a steady cam. It's exactly it. That's a gimbal steady cam. So, no matter what I do, so it pivots the phone will always be perfectly yeah. level. Isn't yeah. that awesome? It wasn't like my shaky hold on a actually, video. You didn't, hold on. I have to actually put it on the wide shot so other people can see Is it. Is it heavy? No, not at all. So, here, I'll, I'll let you hold up. But, but look, so, so no matter what I do, I it's can. It's moving around. And it, it's it real will, nice. It, it's, it's a steady a, cam. There's a, a mic steady. on it too, you said? Well, you use your phone, well, yeah. but you can attach an external there's a, mic. There's an external mic here. That's Hold really it cool. Oh, so, it's got a little tripod action. Well, yeah, you don't have to have the tripod. If you were just putting it down, obviously you use a tripod. But then you can, for example, when we were out and about and about, as they say in turn Toronto. Turn around towards you. And then you look and see how it pivots. That's awesome. Isn't that see awesome? See how it moves. If you, go, if you turn your wrist down, it's always going to stay level. 
It's going to stay level to what you're doing. You follow me right now? Bruh. Isn't it's that awesome. awesome? Well, you I think you touched one of the buttons because you can you can you now can now watch now turn the use the buttons see? on the thing. Oh no, I turned the power switch on by accident. Okay, now watch, and then you can make it move by yourself without having to touch the phone itself. That's you can so set cool. record yeah. on there, you see that? What's this for? Oh, this is zoom or something? Or? There's zoom and then there's up and down. So, so this you can... automatically all Bluetooths to your syncs exactly. to your phone. Cause the, yeah, because look, you have you have zoom options here. Record. You turn the camera on, display. Make options. it pivot. Now make it move. Now move for me. There, look at that. You can turn it sideways, and you don't even have to go and have any stinking Merlot when you turn it sideways. That's the best part. Look at that. I know someone who likes Merlot, though, man. I heard Merlot's making a comeback. It is. Don't call it a comeback. It's but anyway, let's get back down to the bin. Those are the great gifts. We have them on our Amazon wish list, <laughs> list. and people are, uh, people are being okay. really generous, and we thank you hey, for Robin, your support. You get my phone out of this. All right. Meanwhile, we got some updates. You know, what's, where are you going to be at 3 o'clock? We may have to go live. Where? You know, there's a big event starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon. What is it? Is it oh, somebody roasting the pigs? I'm starving. No, no, no. It's the, it's the first game for Team USA, the US WNT. The hell is that? Women's national team. Yes. It is World Cup soccer action. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was on last night, too. Yeah, but the US women played their first match today against those nasty Thailanders. What do they call people from Tha Thai. Thailand? The way tie sticks in the crowd. They're what do we get for ten dollars? You get a tie stick. <laughs> so they're playing again. It's in France. France is hosting the Women's World Cup. Various uh, stadiums around the country. So France is the host country. The U.S. is playing Thailand, and they'll have some pad thai. I think after at halftime. Mm -hmm. One of Tony's favorites. Pad thai with chicken. You like pad thai noodles? I love pad thai. I love pad thai. Robin noodles. makes good pad thai. She does. But I always go to a good Thai restaurant to get good pad thai, and the Thai went on too. But Taiwan, that's a different country, not even in the same group with the, with the Americans. Not Tijuana. Especially, <laughs> especially when you want massage with that. Exactly right. What do you get for $10 if you're going to the Women's World Cup and they're playing Thailand? Nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Maybe a bottle of water not or something? In France? You kidding me? A bottle of Perrier over there? Come on, Ridiculous. Man. A bottle of water at the U.S. Open for, for tennis, the Tennis U.S. Open, it's cheap. is $14. No, Chico. they have some cheap stuff there, too. They yeah, charge right. you. I've been. But there's some things that they don't really charge. Like at the Masters, they don't yeah, like charge air. you a lot. They don't charge you for air. Not yet. Not yet. Mayor de Blasio is yeah. working on that. Once they can tax it, it's over. Well, he and the Philadelphia mayor, Jim Kenney, are, are trying to coordinate a way to tax air. But anyway, Group F for the women, if you're scoring at home. Wow, they're in Group F. The group, group, F. Is the group of death? No, Group F does not stand for... Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck. No, now, that's not group F. That's that group is F. Is group death the group of death? You know, like they no, always no, have like, no, you know, no, in, no. in the World Cup, they know which group. It's, you know, actually, it's actually a pretty good draw for the women because you got the U.S., Thailand, Chile, and Sweden. Whoa. Scrapple, Scrapple Joe. Joe. Tito's Sorry. and Lemonade at Citizens Bank Park last night, $18. Stay thirsty, mis amigos. Yes, exactly. Damn. And you know what that is? It's an outrage. Tito's and what? And Tito's and lemonade. lemonade. Eighteen dollars. You that know what? Crazy. That's what you get for drinking Tito's. Lemonade. You know. You know what? I don't pay that for that. I don't pay that much for that. I need well, to invest. If we why. ever, if we ever go, well, not if. When we go to another game, I need to get. I'm going to put it on the wish list. It's one of those bra bo, uh, boda bag bras. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, they're great. So I mean, I'm not it humongous. Works better big. if you're flat chest chested. Well, chest. Andrea yes. and uh, Donna, they have, you know the sisters. They they have the purses. The all purse. Oh yeah. yeah. But, they the don't, purse, they... but the purse you have to check. No. 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 
Not if it's a, th- th- listen to me. These ladies know how to get wine. No, but I mean, like they, they. Yeah, you but have it's, to the show. wine's not inside. It's, 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 it's secretly yes. compartments ah. around. It's basically on, like it's in the in, It's on the. So it's a it's you a boat of bag and it's the a bag, purse and the purse itself is like the um the outer skeleton of the purse. Right. You could put it on the oh, outside so of that. Plus, you ever see the jabronis who check the bags when you go in? Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Okay, Come well, on. I'm definitely... They're not all jabronis. Just some of them are jabronis. Although, I do Two think... Two of them actually named jabroni, <laughs> believe it or not. I do want to see it's the fun. visual of Tony leaning over and, like, sucking off of my teeth. Well, I do that all the time. I mean, you have to have During the game. That's better than fighting, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think so. That's better than the kiss cam, isn't it? He's like, excuse me, can I have a sip and have everybody kind of go, what the whole new meaning that a kiss cam. Hell? The suck cam. The suck cam is right. The Phillies were on that all night last night, as a matter of fact. <laughs> the bitching staff. All nine innings, brother. <laughs> Have you ever been? I've never been on on the uh, on the jumbotron. I always wanted it to happen. You've never been on the jumbotron. I've never been on the jumbotron. Oh, I hate fear, to do it to you, man. My fear is is like being there with like a friend of yours or whatever, or like a chick, and like you go on a kiss cam, and it's like, what do you do then? Like, what do you do? You they scout there. you out beforehand. Now. They always so. look for couples before. They don't just. It's not. It's amazing. No, but there's been times where I've seen where they look uncomfortable. They're like, oh no no no. No, but the problem is the I'm one saying, guy when he was I'm, there without, with, with who was not his girlfriend. Yeah. He was like, oh shit. I'm saying <laughs> that the the people who produced that that segment at the ballpark, they're looking around for couples. They don't just have a camera going around like no, crazy. No, I know that, but sometimes the people sh- don't know they're on camera. That's the point because the camera's far away. And then they see themselves on the big screen. I think so. Even I though think it's we random, that out, Tony. No, but you're saying now people know they don't know, but people don't know. Yeah, but they, is but this they, camera on me? Exactly. My son was on the. You know, you, my, you and I are in the same. Place. My yeah. son Chris was on the jumbotron when he proposed to his uh, then oh, that's that a Beyonce. Was, that was arranged ahead of time. You have by to arrange you. that. Not an arranged marriage. What, what's up with the public thing, man? The public. Hi, they're thing, big no. baseball fans. Let me tell you, the public thing is. Is really cool because you're popping the question. No, it's sharing. cool, but not like on the jumbotron. Like I like. What, no, where are you going to do what, it? I like what Yash and Kim did at Disney World. Or at Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah, that yeah. was really cute. Like that was cool. But I don't like the whole like, dun, 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 like the songs playing at the ballpark and everyone's sitting there. It's, I don't know. So what's so? Why does it bother you? Why is it about you? It's not about, it's about them. They're getting married, it's not you. It's a surprise. You. When you're getting married, you can do whatever the hell you want. Whenever. My son, it's Chris, be a, no for me, dog. a big, big, and he was, you know what he was wearing the day he proposed to Erica at Citizens Bank Park, and I arranged to get it done and have him up on the screen? What was he wearing? He was wearing the Philadelphia Eagles Swedish number five jersey. Remember the Donovan McNabb, but they had the Swedish... Yellow ones. Oh yeah, those, those hard. Were they were hideous. They were like no, they weren't Swedish. They those, were, were the, those were the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. No, no, yes. no. They were the Swedish team. The they were the yellow Swedish. and blue. I don't Frank- know if it was yellow, but there was I a Swedish version. It. I'll bet you a million dollars right now. Let's do it. I'll show. Go find the picture, Robin. Please. I got it right here. My son had a Donovan McNabb you have Swedish right jersey. Because remember, they had Swedish. Because Philadelphia, for some reason, has Swedish upbringings. There's a Swedish museum down the lakes. Did you know that? Have you been down to Franklin Delano Roosevelt Park? No. Down across from this. There's a Swedish museum that's been there since I was a, an infant. Yeah, bro. There is no Eagles Swedish jersey. Yes, there is. However, when I show you the Eagles Frankfurt Yellow Jackets jersey, you'll say, that's the one. I know the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. This was an Eagles Swedish. Not, it wasn't at Ikea. He didn't go to Ikea and get the meatballs for $5.99 with the I extra Lingonberry jersey. I don't even know where to look for that. These ones right here, Tone. 
Let me see that one. Yeah, those are the Eagles yellow jackets jersey. They're not the Swedish jerseys. They just happen to be the Swedish colors. Are you sure? I'm, I'm 100%. All right, then I stand fine. corrected. I owe you a million dollars. You do, correct. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, that's the way you and Tony, Tony and I work. It's just like, I bet you a million dollars. All right, somebody owes somebody a million dollars. I owe you a million dollars. Joner84. I know Joner84. says, Luigi has no class. That's all right. It's fine. See, Never claimed to have any. Most... Like two Bork uh, poured in a glass. Exactly. It's no class. <laughs> I have no class. <laughs> most women, not all. There's not. There, there's some out there that and don't like And I know like the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. But most women jackets, love to be surprised, and they love to be surprised publicly because they like to share their joy. Exactly right. But anyway, Trevor got up. He had a long nap, uh, just like Riddle. Where the hell did Riddle go? He got up, and he's gone. He's out. He comes just in. like that? Just like that. He's out of here. He was he was a Get camera out. whore. Get as soon out. as the camera wasn't on him anymore, he's like, eh, exactly. okay, my job is done. So the uh, those uniforms, the yellow with the blue, yes, those were Frankfurt yellow jackets. Yes, they were from like 1930. That's when Frankfurt was safe to go there. Now you can't go into Frankfurt anymore, 91 L6 I believe this is a new follower, said, Tony, I even bought the Swedish yellow jacket scheme Zubats pants. Oh. Zubat's pants are an outrage. They're back, man. They're they, comfy, they though, stay, right? stay away. No, they're back and better they, than ever. Aren't they really, really comfy? Did you see the new Everyone thing that they're trying to get us to wear this? Remember last year? Was, what was the stupid thing they got the men to wear? Not, I'm not even oh, talking. Oh, those lace... Those lace yes. shorts are the see-through. Remember what used to be the male romper? Yeah, the male romper. Which I'm romper. still trying to get my hands no, on. Last those. year was a romper. Last year was a romper. Last year was the romper. Was the I, romper. Will, I will wear a romper. But now they have these satin see-through yes, lace shorts. Yes, that's my point. Look they it up. Horrible. It looks like it looks like dudes are wearing like lacy lace. underwear. It's so bad, Rob. It is. Lace. Any man who wears that shorts. I can't. I, can't. I, I don't even know what I could say. And get away with it. Romper, Rom- Romper was last year. We yeah, made Romper fun of that. And then earlier this year, they came out with the Jean Say George what? bikini pants. Yeah, Did you was- see those? Oh, the- my God. Put the picture up, Robin. This is what some slapdick out there thinks that men are going to wear somehow this year. This would be this a hell And not no. get their asses kicked. Hell no. If somebody wore that... I- did you put it up there, yeah, Robin? I, yes, I do. I have it up there. Put it up. I want to. I want people. I want anybody it's out up there, there, any man, woman, child, any person of any gender, to look at this and say, "Yeah, Father's Day's coming up. My dad, I'm going to get him a pair of those suckers." No. Are you serious right now? No. I love no, the dude with the no. leg tats. So these guys have these stupid frilly lace, and they're wearing they're wearing the old school Reebok high tops. No, I like that. I like the white socks up. That's a good look. No, it's not. That's never a good look. I've it's always wore that look. Look has wait, never wait. gone away from me. I'm, it should have gone away a long time ago. Here's the this is the full full outfit matching. Now is this a pride outfit or is this just for the summer? Because it is Pride Month, and men's, God bless him. I mean, do whatever you want. Well, here, let me pull up the uh, the article. It says that men's lace separates are the new male rompers. So this is the top and bottom. This is like it's like women buy bathing suits when they buy a two piece. The bra and the bottoms are separate, right? I don't when know. When you buy, a two, Robin, I'm asking you. You're a woman. When you buy a bathing suit, and it's a two piece, are they not two separate? Not items? always. Sometimes they sell them, but a lot of right. times they sell them as Some, separate. It depends. More of the high-end. Well, it depends. They're separate. That's when you get older and you can't higher, wear a bikini anymore. The higher-end <laughs> bathing suit companies sell them separately, um, and usually, but usually they're together. The male romper, aka the rompim, rompim. has met its rompim. slightly more practical match. It says introducing lace shorts and tops combos for men from LA-based brand Hologram City. Hologram City. Is that near Rip City? Oh, no, they got ripped out of the playoffs in a hurry. Let me, try, so, let me try walking to my dad's house with that. You coming to Lace shorts. You get your behind kicked. No. 
No, please, no. Yeah, wear that on Man Crush Monday, and you know what will happen to you? You're getting crushed. You'll get your manhood crushed like an absolute slapper. If you, I don't know, Robin. I'll tell you what. If you... <laughs> no. I might wear the shorts. No, you wouldn't. If you, I if, wouldn't wear them on a beach. I wouldn't wear them on a boat. I would not wear them I would not wear them under a tree. I would not wear them. I do not wear these satin Leave shorts. Leave me be. <laughs> Johnny Ware wouldn't even wear these, Grapple Joe. You're right. Girls would wear them, though. Yeah, I could see a girl wearing this. A woman, wear, like, on the beach wear. There's a lot of one-piece things you put over your bathing suit right, that right, are right, lacy. Like, cover up. Cover up. But they, you know. <sighs> what is going on in this world? Yeah, when is that asteroid coming? Hopefully so. <laughs> Trevor from the 203 said, whoever designed this, they put back men's fashion a thousand years. Now, interestingly enough, men's fashion <laughs> used to be more like the birds. Men were peacocks. Men had yeah, men, men all, high all, heels. All, fem- all female creatures had better colors, especially birds. No, ma- male features. Male features. Male the creature. male always has yeah. more color in the bird world. You know that, right? The females are bland. High heels were originally invented for men. I, uh, they were, I, they I were a French that. invention for um, small man syndrome because they wanted to be taller. Heh, go figure. Now they drive uh, IROCs, I think. That's what yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> it's it all about the T-tops, baby. So, so <laughs> the original high heels were worn by men. Speaking Robin, see, of, I got plenty style. I got plenty style. Speaking of high heels, yes. did you know that in Japan, <laughs> it is the law the law? It is the law Hi. that a woman wear high heels in the workplace. I saw that story yesterday, yeah. What do they do to you then? They don't even wear them in porn. I, I mean, the, uh, all the uh, Japanese porn it's all I see. flats these days. Yeah, it's they're all, all flats. flats, and they all like make a lot of noise. Right. <laughs> so let me pull it up we're again. We're not putting those uh, shorts on I the like Amazon wish the sandal. You know exactly. I mean? So I like, there's, uh, um, I'm wearing more of a, what do you call them, the wedges. I'm a wedge sensible guy. Sensible heels. So get this. So there is a there is a Japanese actress, a famous Japanese actress, who is now, um, go. she has started a movement, kind of like the Me Too movement. Oh, but this what's one, it called? This one, I think, I mean, this one, It's she's called it, it's a, it's a play on words. She's calling it hashtag Kutu, K-U-2, um, T-O-O, and it's a pun based on the Japanese words for shoe, which is kutsu, and uh-huh. pain, which is kutsu. But the Kutu movement, I, I, I had no idea, but if you go to Japan... You have you, to wear heels? You have to. It is mandatory. Dude. And get How this. How about Spike? Do they have to wear the Louis Louboutins with the red but stupid sole so you know that you paid this, 500 bucks for them? This is unbelievable. The labor, the, the Ministry of Labor this week, he said that if the government, um, where, where was it? Also, I have to actually get his quote. He said that it is... Um, absolutely imperative that women continue wearing high heels um, for for the workplace because it would ruin the reputation or something like that. I have That's to- just stupid. Women should only wear heels in the bedroom. I mean, let's be honest. I don't, I don't, I don't. Where else do they work? Now, they work if you got like really nice, slightly tan legs. Strong legs. Strong legs and you're wearing heels and then those calf muscles just pop out. Sort of like I'm mine. a leg guy, man. Yeah, look at you know my calf muscles. My, when I wear heels, my calf muscles are just on fleek. Someone Let me just, tell you that right now. Someone just texted me. He was listening to the show. Goes, 
I'm wearing red soles today and tell Tony they were $700. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Is that how much those Louis uh, Louboutins are, Robin? What's oh, they're, they're at least $1,000, I think. You get they Louis Curtis for half the I price. Think <laughs> the cheap ones, I think, are about 800 That's ridiculous. Anybody who spends $800 for a pair of shoes should have their head examined. I can't even And their imagine. toes and their feet examined at the same time. Anyway, I can't even imagine a government stating what, requiring what kind of shoes you have to wear. It's ridiculous. I like the Red Shoes Diaries. Those were great shows back in the days. Remember those? Late night. We had one of the women who was in the show come into our studio and into the night, remember? Yes. From the, the Red Shoes Diaries? Yeah, from that nighttime show. I think it was on Showtime or Cinemax. I, I know what you're talking Red about. Shoe yeah, Red Shoe Diaries. And it was a smoking hot African-American woman on the show. And she came into the studio one night. And I, like, lost it. Man, was she hot. You know what I'm talking about, Rob? I do. I just don't remember her name. I'm trying to look it up right now. Red Shoe Diaries. Late night. It wasn't, I know it. I it do was softcore. It. it wasn't like pornography. But it was like uh, provocative, softcore, sexy stuff. It's a 5.8 yeah. out of 10 on DMV. It's an America, erotic drama series that aired on Showtime Cable Network from 1992 to 1997. And distributed by the Playboy and distributed by Playboy exactly. Entertainment overseas. I knew I said show, I said the Showtime, did I not? I was all over that, so to speak. <laughs> Daniel Duchovny was a director, not David Duchovny. Exactly. I any think relation? any anybody that uh, any man who says that women should have to wear high heels, they should have to wear high heels too, so that they understand. No, what David it is. Duchovny was actually on the show. He was in the Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, it was Jake Winters and then Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc was in Red Shoe Diaries. Uh -huh. I only watched the chicks. I didn't care about any of the guys. Molly, you know whose birthday it is today, Robin? Who's it? We should start doing birthday segments. Well, we're going to have to do one in, in the next couple of days. Yeah, because... no, not mine. Though. We're going to ignore mine. We have a death day segment, but we don't yeah, have a birthday. Yeah, there's been a lot of deaths. I die a little every day. You know whose birthday it is today? Who is it? The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Who's it? Who's Some it? Some people might say he is. Do you have me up here, Robin? The GOAT. I have you up. Had been searching for this scenario. Pro football's best quarterback oh, taking Tom Brady's pro birthday. football's That's best awesome. team the length of the field for the winning touchdown in the final minutes. In Super Bowl 23, Joe Montana and the 49ers finally <laughs> delivered. The 49ers have a long way to go. Montana back to throw on first down. Throws over the middle. Completes it to Craig. Still my Craig favorite quarterback. The Montana again is back to throw. He'll dunk over the middle, caught by John Frank, and that'll be a first down. John the Bengals are rushing with only three men. Ah, uh, I hate to see that. So do I. 2.35 remaining. Montana throws. Sidelines. Right. That's a John Rice line. guy. He looks pretty good. Get some movement in there. Get some movement if you're worried about the scrambling <laughs> rush. They Weish was all too familiar with Montana's precision and patience in the clutch. One year earlier, the Bengals had been beaten by Montana's last-second heroics. And now, as the 49ers crossed midfield, history seemed ready to repeat itself. Throws out here for right. He has it. Midfield goes out of bounds. about the 48-yard line. 
receivers. We got three timeouts. This is deja vu. Yes, it is. Nick be using them all right Two now. Receivers near side. Montana to throw. Complete it up the middle to Craig. Oh, get the halfback. Somebody get the halfback. Craig is down. Roger Craig. That's a first down. Another 49er first down. Robin, I want to hear the touchdown, the winning score here. This is Joe Montana comeback. An anxious moment that only added to the drama. It doesn't matter; they can hear it. Montana trying to drive him the length of the field here with the game in the balance, 16 to 13. Listening to radio play-by-play. Back to throw. Throws over the middle. A fight gets for Rice. Right turn, Rice. He's down to the 19 for a first down for the 49ers. I don't know. I don't know if the Niners are going to come back and win this game. I don't know. We'll see that. What a day! 11 catches. They're certainly positioned to go ahead. 21 yards. 49ers let the clock run. They haven't called timeout. We're under a minute. They still haven't called a timeout. Montana going without a huddle. 52 seconds remaining. 50 seconds. Joe back to throw. He looks. He throws. He completes it to Craig. Roger Craig. To the 10. Tony, I be honest with you. 40 if was, if seconds remaining. The 49ers will have to take a timeout here, and they do. We just called a timeout. It's a fight to watch this. It is, uh, whether it happens now or not, to watch Joe Montana do this yeah. uh, so many years and to watch this uh, absolute surgeon on the football field and one of the all-time greats do his thing again, it's almost like poetry. Max, this is, this is no way. Come on, we got to do it. One turnover, man. Got to one do turnover. it. Coach, you're going to go. You know, it's, it's to rise now. At the 10-yard line, 39 seconds remaining. Through that too, right? John Taylor. That wasn't Jerry Rice for that touchdown. There's no Carson Wentz. I'll tell you that right now. In Super Bowl 23, <laughs> there were victors and there were the vanquished. I am, but there were off. no losers. The Bengals' performance was a stirring and courageous display. They helped turn this game into the best Super Bowl ever. However, the glory belonged to Joe Montana and the San Francisco 49ers, whose dogged, inspirational rise to the occasion players again reached the summit of their sport. By winning their third world championship of the 80s, the 49ers and their brilliant head coach, Bill Walsh, earned the right to be called the team of the decade and the measure by which champions of the 90s will be judged. Congratulations. I'm, I am happy for you like I've never been. Believe me. Congratulations. This is yours. You deserve it. Oh, man. That was a good game, huh? <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, John. It was, it was a good fight. What do you think? People are commenting on the narrator, Jeff Kay. Yes. That guy, Jeff Kay, used to hear him on Action News. That's the same guy here in Philadelphia. I love Joe Montana. Jeff Kay, great. 
Obviously, John Facenda before him. Harry Callis after him as the voice of NFL Films. Great stuff. Honestly, I think Joe, still my favorite player of all time. And Robin's complaining that we didn't have the video up. It was it was play by play. You're I, listening. You're remembering. You don't have to see it. You can visualize he's it. the picture. You can visualize Montana. I understand, but and the, you can hear it first next down. Time, tell me, just because then I can play it, and then people can actually see but, it but as it's well. It's one of those. It was one of those things where you don't have to see it. You would listen. True. When you watch it, when you listen to a baseball game on the radio, do you have to see it to know what's going on? No. no. When you listen to Kevin Harlan do a game, a Super Bowl on the radio, do you have to watch it to know what he's saying? He's painting the picture. That's what radio is all about, Robin. That's what it's all. It's theater. It's theater of the mind. Except we're not. What radio. don't you understand? <sighs> I got to give her one of these. We are. We are now a TV show, Tony. I know that, but I wanted to pull it up because you didn't have it ready. That's it's Joe Montana. You know how old Joe Montana. Yeah. Fuck. You know, you know how old Joe Montana is today. How old? Take a 53 guess. Fifty-three years how? old. How? No. no. Are you crazy? Sixty-two years old. Very close. Sixty-four years old. Sixty-three. You got one over the actual retail price. Sixty-three years old today, Joe Montana. I and am. I believe he can still start in the NFL ahead of a lot of guys. Sure, he's got his sketchers on. He's ready to rock and roll. Four Super Bowl wins, never lost a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I heard he's a bit of a douche, though. No, no he's, he's not. not. Is he the guy who like never shows up for anything? No, like, pay him. No, That's he's your actually wrong. he's incredibly shy. So a lot of the times that when when people are commenting on what he's like, they assume that he's aloof, but he's just shy. I mean, he's my favorite quarterback. I mean, here's the thing: Robin and I would be Robin and I would see Joe Montana in the San Francisco airport a bunch of times. Oh, just kind of hanging out. But no, yeah, he's waiting for a plane, and nobody even realized it was Joe Montana. He's very unassuming. And get this, so... And so we went over and started talking to him, because he knew who I was, and he worked with Robin, I you know. worked. I worked with him on a TV, a, a children's show called Kangarati, that played in the Bay Area. I had KTH some of that the other night, TV's. by the way, with a little extra garlic and olive oil. And sure I was, the when I was working with him, I was like 20, no, let's see. I would have been, the kids were born. So I would have been like 27, 28, 29 maybe. He, um, when I met him again, I was 40. And he only worked with me a couple of shows because it was usually I'm his a man. wife. I'm 40. He took one look at me. I had blonde hair when I met him. I had red hair because I dyed it when I... Saw him again at the airport for the first time. Yep. He remembered me. He remembered no, my he's a name. Great guy. He, he's I mean, most one of, he's one of the most remember unassuming. Who, remember who the third, second, third, and fourth options were in exactly the same play? No, Joe Montana is he's just a, what I like about him is he's in one of the other one of those unassuming superstars. He doesn't go out and brag about himself. I mean, he just he's sitting, he doesn't have security guards around him. You know, the guy's one of the only and remember Joe Cool. Man, man. When they won their fourth Super Bowl. They were 4-0. That's when everybody said Joe Montana is the greatest. Get this. And now I, Brady, because he's got six, people are saying he's the greatest yeah. of all time. When yes. he was playing for the Niners, and um, he obviously lived in the Bay Area, one of my very good friends from church, she was at a bar. Joe Montana happened to be there. He was with a group of guys. I guess he wanted to go home. She was leaving, and um, he he said, hey, where are you going? And she said, you know, Menlo Park or whatever it was. And Excuse he said, me hey. while I whip this house. <laughs> <laughs> I know he, where Menlo Park he, is. He, I mean, he's working. For, he's, he's with the Niners. He's like a big celebrity, right? And he goes, hey, do you mind if I bum a ride with you? I'm just on the way. 
Like, he's like a totally unassuming guy. It's no big deal. Bruno Smoothie checking in on Twitter says, me entering the Tony Bruno chat room for the first time after signing up on Twitch. And it's a guy at the Pride Parade in San Francisco. And Robin and I have been to multiple Pride Parades in San Francisco. It's an experience. Let me tell you. It's not just your basic parade where, you know. You thought the Beta Breakers was crazy and. No, it is. But no, the, it is because the, the beta breakers, nudity is legal. Uh, let me Have tell you. Have you been to the Pride Parade in San Francisco? It's legal. B- let me tell you, the uh, the Pride Parade is even yeah. crazier. All I know is like some seventy three year old man with a freaking hammer ran by me. I mean, this thing, I mean, this guy was fucking blessed, bro. Did he have the? Did he have it covered up like no, this guy on the he video? Was just running the whole. I'm like, dude, God bless you, man. This is just crazy. The thing I, I don't random get. people standing on the side of the thing going. Go runners! And they're just standing there like naked. But they're all like old Chinamen. No, the the, the Beta Breakers is a big event, but there's nothing better than the Pride Parade in San Francisco. I'm going back. you got to go back. I'm running back to the Beta Breakers, man. I think there's a parade every day. It's sort of like the Mardi Gras. Except Pride, Pride, it's not Pride Day or Pride Parade. It's Pride Month. No, I'm going back there next year, but you know what I'm doing? I'm setting up a filling stand. Because all those damn tortillas, people need something to put inside of them, all right? (laughs) Yeah, they throw tortillas up in here. Those things are dangerous. Especially when they're soaking wet. (laughs) They weigh like a thousand pounds. There's your pride pre and your Joe Mon. You know who else's birthday it is today? Who? Dave Cash. Now you're too young to remember Dave Cash. Dave. We missed Cash. Trevor from the, the 203's birthday. Guy? When was his birthday? Two days ago. Oh, no, two days ago. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago. Why so didn't he tell us? Trevor from the 203. I apologize. All these great Geminis. Joe Montana's a Gemini. Now, Dave Cash, former Philly, former Pittsburgh Pirate, the Yes We Can guy. What he was playing with his, the Phillies his was back on in June the day. Sixth. So June sixth, and then Tony. That was is, it. That, so June sixth. That was the Sunday. That was no. That was um, D Day. That was last Friday. Right, right. And then Tony's is coming up here June thirteenth. I don't. I believe we passed it already. No, Tony. It's two days. From you me. know who else's birthday it is Thursday. today? Thursday. Doctor Oz's birthday today. Doctor Oz's birthday. Guess how old Doctor Oz is, Robin? Uh, yes, they do. 77 years old. No, he's only 59. Shit. No. Are you serious? Seriously? He looks like he's a thousand. No, he I doesn't. Actually, he looks good. He's got nah. skin. He uses all the skin. He, le- go call Homemade Delish and ask her how good Dr. Oz He does look good, but I, I did think he was in his 60s. I, I thought too. he was older. When we saw him in Me Minnesota too. up yeah. close, I was like, man, you do you're saying a he's a bad? Would you saying he's a battered performer? I wouldn't say he's a battered performer. I would just say maybe he needs to see a doctor. <laughs> that's incredible. Not one that's on TV doing nothing but smoothies, smoothies and cleanses all day long. The great uh, Dave Cash, for those old enough to remember, he played for the Montreal Expos and then came to the Phillies back in the day when everybody thought the Phillies were going to win. It's the only cash I know. And he said, Catch me outside. How about that? Or straight cash, homie. There's a lot of good cash. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Damn right. And happy birthday, Trevor. I apologize, man. How old is he now? He didn't say. He's 27, I think. 27? Proving that I love millennials and I love young people and people of all ages. Just because we make fun of millennials every once in a while. That's it. Alrighty. <laughs> that is for Trevor from the 203. This is the song. I don't want this song, but and people are asking, Tony, what do you want for your birthday? Here we go. And there's a lot of things. We have our Amazon wish list. You know, I don't put any personal items on the Amazon wish list. Nope. I'd do that for you. <laughs> I haven't even looked at our Amazon wish list. I have all sorts of random things on there, too. What are, you, what, are, what are we listening to? What are we waiting for? Oh. I'm getting ready because i got to play the, uh, 
There's a commercial. Run, There's a so. commercial. I'm stalling. And he needs to he needs to give me the sign as to when he wants me to pull it up, so to speak. <laughs> Whip that baby up right now. Hey, woman. The hell is this? Listen, just listen to me. Oh, this is birthday sex. Man. Underrated song. You want your girl, you know This dude's name is Jeremy, right? Jeremiah, I think, right? No, it's Jeremy. Jeremy? Girl, you know I, He's damn good. You know There's only one thing better than birthday sex. You know what that is, don't you? Last year for his birthday, Tony wanted Miss Robin to take him to Turks and Caicos. She took him to Fat Ass Kinko's instead. Instead, yes, sir. Just don't take me to the Dominican Republic anytime soon. Yeah, God, that's scary. Okay, I'm turning it down. Okay, Bobby. <laughs> Actually, when I have birthday sex, you know how I want it to end? Now, I don't have it in my machine. I need you to play the full version. What's that? Of Gladys. Oh, I, oh, oh, I got that over here for you. This is how I want my birthday sex to end, Robin. Ay, papi, que rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. So you're, you're up all the way. Am I? That's what she said. And then, Trevor, I'll give my, my lover if it says Luigi uh, on fleek with the drum. Yeah, Luigi does. I mean, you know, when you can focus on the drop part of the program, which is hard for me to do multiple things. But see, the thing is, though, is that... Uh, and you have more, you have different stuff in your I machine. Do, but we have a lot of the same stuff, but I have yeah. a few other things. But the one thing that people don't realize is that... So Tony always controlled the soundboard. For, for him to actually trust me to do that on my own, but it happened kind of quick because we're... I we, learned you're real good go on the that. the same way. We, you got the feel. You know what it is? It's all it's, feel. It, it is all feel. The really funny thing is you when you guys... You can't teach this. No. When, when you guys hit the same, same sound time, drop at the same, at the same time. time, it's actually, really Actually, there are multiple times before <laughs> yeah. we started going on, on live... With the cameras, where Tony and I would look at each other, like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, I was just about to hit that kind of a thing, or like it didn't go right. That's a mind meld. That's when you have yes. great minds thinking alike. Exactly right. I mean, a lot of our audience, they, they do the same thing. They're thinking of where you could play a particular drop. Well, you know what I say about you know what I say to the audience? What do you say? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> that right there, I think that right there. See, you know what? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may well, be shit. Well, get this. One of the things <laughs> gotta, that if you are a, um, a tier one or higher subscriber, mm -hmm. 
in the very near future, there will be a Tony Bruno soundboard that you will be able to play as well. Oh, what? Yes. yes. So our audience would be able to hit some of the sound drops as well. You know what I want for my birthday, though, really? What do you need? We don't have the machine. I don't think we have. Oh, we have the meats? The we three- have the meat. Yes, I that's what I need. all day long. Now, I, got some, I got some for your birthday. No, I don't want any presents. No, you know, it's not a present. Do you want your 360 machine back for your birthday? No, no, it's too heavy. It'd I know. Break the, Where would break you, the table. Where the hell would you put, put it? put it right here. Right here. Right now. That thing's got so many damn drops on it. <laughs> I know it is. That's going into the Smithsonian. It has to. That thing's like converting like, uh, at this point, be converting like beta to, to DVD. Like, that's how old it is. I By found way, you the see cable the, for did it. You see the new nominations have been made for the Radio Hall of Fame? No, already? Oh, no, who? Jim Rome. Now these are these are nominations. These are they don't they have there's gonna be a vote. Right. Jim Rome and, Romes. and Susan Waldman okay. of the New York Yankees, uh-huh. who had that famous quotation. Goodness gracious! First voice ever on WFAN in New York, America's number one and first all sports radio station back in the day. Jim Rome nominated. And what's interesting to note, you know who's in charge of the Radio Hall of Fame, Robin. You Jason met him. Barrett. Who? Barrett? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no this no, is no. the radio hall. Oh, right. oh, I'm sorry. The the BSM is Barrett Sports Media, right. where I got the award. That's his own organization. But the Radio Hall of Fame is a big effing deal. Yes. Mike Golick went in there, and Greenberg went in there last year. So people vote on it, and there's a bunch of nominees. This is not um, like uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame where it's writers. These are people that get to vote for it, right? Yes. Who? But there's there, no, there's a public vote, but there's also people in the industry. Okay. So I got to look at the breakdown. So Rome uh, and Susan Wallman, and there's a bunch of other names, obviously. Oh, you know, here in Philadelphia, who's up? The uh, the guy who does the Frank Sinatra Friday with Frank. Who the hell is that guy? Is Marks. it Sundays with Sinatra or is it Frank? Or Sid Mark. Sid Mark, okay. Sid Mark did Sunday with Friday with Frank and then Sunday with Sinatra for many decades here in Philadelphia. Uh, uh, Sinatra devotee. And his whole show was Frank Sinatra music. So he would do a Friday night segment on FM radio and then Sunday with Sinatra mm-hmm. and he'd play those music. Not John Marks, no. No, not John Marks. Not John Marks. Not Groucho Marks. No. Nine, nine one eleven Sixers goes, Longwood Gardens has an organ that the keys spray fountains and turn on lights. Tony needs an organ where the keys play nothing but drops. I said this. I said when Tony... Got I play with my own organ the day, all the time. Oh, so, uh, you know, that's what we do here. The day that... The day that if, if I'm still around before Tony's gone, kind of a thing, I am literally... I am going to put a, a, a sound drop box on your tombstone. I and people have... will be able to come over and play drops. And then just hit different buttons? Yes. You know, because people want interactive stuff. Yes. Now, kids go to museums now, even adults... Oh yeah, they look at art. You you know you've been in, you worked in the art museum. I work in art. Museum. People will go to the art museum, and younger people especially. They they all want it to be the please touch museum. Yeah, they want to have want to push a button yeah, to hear like something. The please don't touch museum. Yeah, okay? yeah exactly. Please don't. Um, touch I have the full Sid list. Mark. I said Sid Mark, who's WWDB Friday with Frank Sunday. No, Preston and Steve list, are not. Preston and Steve are not nominated. Yes, I don't they believe. are. Yes, let me. I have okay, the full list. Okay, I'm sorry. List. They are. You have the full yes, list. I have the full list. Okay, give me the so full list now. Let's do the list. Long you know, stand, I love lists. Longstanding local slash regional of 20 years or more. Here the following okay. are nominated: Bob Rivers in Seattle. Okay. Charles Liquidara in Boston. Harry Harrison, New York, and Jack Harrison, Tampa Bay. Then active local slash regional 10 years or more: Angie Martinez in New York. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Bean. 
in LA. Los Angeles, Preston and Steve here in Philadelphia, and Sarah and Vinny in San Francisco. So there you have it. So there's nominees Wait. every year. Right. There's there's more. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, do the major. Now so there's then the, there's long-standing so, network. Yeah, Jim Rome is nominated in the longest-standing 20, 20 years. Is, so there's there's two different categories. There's 20 years and 10 years. So the 20 years syndication is Jim Rome, um, Robert Siegel, All Things Considered, Sid Mark, The Sound of Sinatra, mm-hmm. Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which is also a radio show, and that's, I guess... It's not housed anywhere, te- technically. It doesn't say where that show is from. No, I thought that was a spin-off of the Maury Povich show. Wait, wait, wait don't tell me. <laughs> wait, 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 don't, don't tell, tell me. me. You are the father. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. Wait, shit. <laughs> shit. Then um, for 10 years or more in active network syndication, George Nouri. Yeah, you know who George Nouri yes. is. He replaced uh, Art Bell as the overnight guy. Okay. On Premier Radio Networks, where he's talking about uh, stuff that goes on. Art Bell was the greatest. Yeah. Talking about UFOs and stuff in the middle of the night. Legendary. We lost him a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And George Norrie replaced him. And George Norrie. It's actually, I mean, I think he does a great job. You know, he's great. He used to be in, he's, yeah. used to work in the studio right mm-hmm. next to mine out in Los Angeles in Sherman Oaks. Glenn Beck for the Glenn Beck program. John Tesh. Called oh, Intelligence Tesh, okay. for Your Life. Yeah, because everybody knows John Tesh. I have Tesh. never heard his dun, dun, radio dun, dun, show. Dun, dun. I would, he's, no, he's he's a brilliant guy. I know. I would I mean, actually people like thought to of him as it. a wimpy, soft rock kind of DJ because oh, he did so radio. Talented. But he did, you know, he did the, one of the all-time great sports teams. You, you know what that is? Do you have it? Yeah, 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 I don't have it. I have it. I just have to go to his studio. John Tesh wrote this song, composed this song, and performs this song. Crank that baby up, Robin. Yeah. Crank that bitch up, man. It's so great to see him do it with the orchestra. It is. The, it's the. It's probably my favorite. This is the best. This is the greatest sports theme. And last, last in that category is Kim Commando from the Kim Commando Show. Yes, she's another West Coast chick. I think. You're, while we're still continuing to listen to this, and then, um, then there's. A, then these following nominees can be voted on by listeners and Radio Hall of Fame nominating committee. So the top was just by the um, voting participant panel. But these, now that I'm mentioning, can be voted on by listeners. So music format, on-air personality, Hollywood Hamilton, Lon Helton, Mark and Brian show. Yeah, they've been on in L.A. forever. And Ryan Seacrest. And Ryan Seacrest. And then, last but not least, spoken word on-air personality, Joe Madison, Scott Slade, Stephanie Miller, and Susan Waldman. So Susan Waldman, I mentioned. Stephanie Miller's been doing, she's had national television shows, talk shows, and so that's what's going on. I got you. One year, maybe I'll get in there. I don't want to go in there posthumously. You know, I know the guy who runs the Radio Hall of Fame. Robin met him and doesn't even remember who no, runs Fred the Radio. No, Fred Kitchen. Exactly. My former boss. You got even up for nomination, man? It's an outrage. We got to get Jim Roman first. Why? Well, he's still on. Right? The category but that he's I in. Mean, I, I qualify because I've done, I've done a national radio for over 20 years. It's got to be oh. 20 years. Oh, it's not current? No, it doesn't have to be current. It's oh, like, so there's two. There's one that's active local for right. 10 or more years, and then there's long-standing local regional for 20-plus years. We love you long-standing so you long would, time. You would be in that category even Where though... Where Jim Rome is. It's not just because Jim no, Rome is Jim current. Rome, hold on. Uh, Jim Rome is in the category where you have to be on the air at least 20 years on the national level. 
Uh, not cons- not right now. You have right. to have been on. That's why it's a Hall Long of Fame. Long-standing network, 20 Correct. plus years, yeah. So I'm eligible. Yes, you are. But I think if Jim Rome can get in this year, and I voted for him last year, he was a nominee mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And I voted for him. I know. Because once we get Jim Rome, now that Mike and Mike are in there, and Jim Rome's in there, and again, I'm not... I'm not Vying for vying it? Vying for it or saying I should well, be but, in there. Okay, it would be I, nice to be nominated. I should. Say I don't want to be the Susan Lucci, though, <laughs> of the nomination situation <laughs> really, sensation. Really, I won't live that long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Since we were uh, bringing accepting up, this award on behalf of Tony. <laughs> since, <laughs> since we were bringing up John Tesh and yes. all of his fantastic songwriting capabilities and his composing, I, like I saw a show that I loved last night. Tony didn't want to watch it with me because he's just a big old party pooper. No, I'm not. I know like this. The shows are a dime a dozen. I, I don't. I have no problem with no, shows where you're finding it's new fantastic talent. Fantastic show, Soundland, and it's um, where different each episode has a different uh, celebrity singer or group, and then songwriters come in and they pitch them their song that they wrote. Everybody it's writes songs. Awesome. You know how many songwriters? You know how many. Poets, there are. No, Do you know how many people pitch scripts to, to Hollywood for TV shows? The thing that's so cool, shows? though, Tony, Tony, you're not, you're missing my point, though. The re- the thing I that was, was watching really cool, it. No, the reason why it's so no. awesome is that you hear, you can watch the process. So the first, I don't trust that process. The first, I'm sorry. The first pitch comes in where they sing what they have written, and then they collaborate and make it the. They stop, collaborate, and listen. They collaborate and, the and improve upon it and make it better, and then you hear the final release. I know and it's, it's, awesome. it's nice. It's nice. It's a summer replacement show I don't, I don't that fills time on the network because all you the other first no, run shows. I don't think I want to see it. You have no idea how. I don't want to see it. There was one guy that pitched. Um, I know that you don't care for John Legend, but he I love pitched John a Legend. Song. I had nothing. I, I just he's a legend. Th- he's a legend. He puts <laughs> his own name. No, there's this one guy. I think it's came, even his real name. There's this one was. guy that came in and pitched. Is he in the Radio Hall of Fame? There's this one guy that came in and pitched a song. I was in tears listening to it. It was so fantastic. I literally was crying. Talent is amazing, and I, I love. Watching, I love talent too. I love the watching the process of creation. That is just so amazing to me. That's why I've loved all watching all of those shows. You know, the, the makeup shows, and you even enjoyed those. Yeah, after one season, then I was out. These are, there's a lot of talented people, and thankfully, there's a million TV channels on cable and over the air where they have to come up with programming. See, the difference is they have to have programming to fill in the slots. On Twitch TV, how many shows are on Twitch? 10,000. At least 10,000, right? All over the world. Oh, Maybe well, more. I think there's more than that. But nobody's saying there has to be 10,000 shows or else Twitch doesn't have a full slate. Correct. There could be a million shows. It's like YouTube. YouTube doesn't have a number of channels that they have to have to stay in business. But the difference is on network television or television channels, they have to have programming to fill their time. And so what they do, they run all their big shows, and then in the summertime, they run replacement shows. And this Songland is one of those shows. And if you like it, you watch it. But just because you like it doesn't mean I have to watch it. No, but I can at least mention it. May I? Yes. You and three other people who actually saw it. It's just brand new, so it's awesome. Um... You know who else could be on the um, Radio Hall of Fame? Radio list? Hall of Fame. Who? Um, it is a certain other sportscaster who now has a new meme that you mentioned to me that you would like. Oh, to... he's going to get in there. 
Who? Stephen A. Smith. Oh, he's in. Not yet. He's going to get in, but I can't. He's, he's getting in. There's I no doubt. Stand. Now, there's... He... I think I got to go in before Stephen you A. You got to go in before Stephen A. Smith's going I think in. even Stephen A. will admit that. But you know what Stephen has right now that I don't have and never will have? What? The Stephen A. Siri channel. You know, we have... What's her face here? Alexa. Uh-huh. You need to call her Betty. Otherwise, she's going to wake up and she say, is. what? She's awake now, but I didn't ask her a question. We can call okay. Siri. I mean, I have Susan's phone number here. We can call No, her. we're not no. going to call Siri herself. I said Siri, and that thing lit up yellow. Look, it gets mad when I say yeah. Siri. If you say Siri, Siri. see, it turns green. It gets green. It gets angry. But when you say her name, Alexa, it, it turns blue. blue. Seriously, Robin, look, Siri. I can't see it because it's behind the computer. No, it does. It turns, it turns green with envy. When you I'm rude. AJ from San Antonio. Yay! What happened? I don't know. AJ, just so join the stream. So Stephen A. Smith's now Siri? So no, like, he's got his... This is a bit, but it's pretty funny. All right, let me see. Let's go to the tape. Let me hear it, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the future is now. Millennials are done with Siri as she was. It's time to bring in a new generation. Millennials want to be encouraged. They want to be motivated. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Siri A. Smith. Hey, Siri A. What's the best vegan restaurant around? I don't care. Good luck. Hey, Siri A. Can you Venmo my dog walker 200 bucks? What? That's a lot of money. Siri A is everything Siri was and then some. Hey, Siri A. What's the name of that guy in that movie? I think I think he plays a king or something. It was on Showtime. It might have been Game of Thrones. I, I... Stop, 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 Be ready and say something remotely interesting. Settle arguments with your friends. Wasn't Tom Cruise in Footloose? That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. Find the latest hotspot. What should I have for dinner? Get a burger. Get advice. <laughs> Theory A, how do I get... I'm stuck from my zipper. <laughs> Nobody has to be alone anymore when you have Siri A. Hey, Siri A. How are you today? I am having a very bad day. <laughs> I'm not in the mood to play with anybody. Helping you get through your day. Hey, Siri A. Wish my brother a happy birthday. A happy birthday to him. Siri A. Smith. Connecting the world. Hey, Siri A. Can you upload the pictures of my new baby to Facebook? I mean, talk about an abomination! <laughs> That's what you got! That's great. Is that not awesome? That's great. Have a burger. Obviously, that's his, that's his uh, crew. Of course, but that's great. Out the ESPN and Sirius who put that together. That's really good. Siri A. Smith. <laughs> Freaking hysterical. <laughs> have you seen the... Uh, have that's you... like the Into the... Now, tonight on Into the Night so if, Studios. Have you with had Tony a chance Bruno. to go on to, uh, to well, I'm obviously been on Twitter, but have you heard the, so Justin Bieber offers out. Yeah, we had it yesterday. Well, right, but did you did you hear the not Tom Cruise guy on Twitter? No. Who respond, there's a guy who's called not Tom Cruise. He literally looks like and sounds exactly I like Tom Cruise, who is replying to all the Bieber stuff. <laughs> Robin, just go look up not Tom Cruise, at not Tom Cruise on Twitter, and play whatever the hell he's saying. The laugh, everything is exactly like... They hired this guy to announce people like Tom Cruise. He sounds just like him. I, 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 I got to see okay, this. Okay, hold on a second. Right, that's, that's the video right there, Robin. We're is this gonna it find right it. here? Yeah, start from the We're beginning. Gonna find this. this is epic. We got to find it now. Okay, hold on. It's so me... funny. 
All right. I got to get the women's uh, soccer great. game on. I got to get the women's oh, national yeah. team. But you know what, though? I'll accept your challenge. I don't normally fight girls, but I'll make an exception. Sounds just like them. Justine Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> so I read your little tweet. <laughs> and it had me help. You stopped it. No, it's oh, uh, a <laughs> But you know what, though? I'll accept your challenge. I don't normally fight girls, but I'll make an exception. Justine Bieber. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, I just like him. You, if you go, if you scroll down to some scroll of his down. timeline stuff, you can see like where he's like introduced people at like conferences and things. He's like that. He's got a bad hairpiece, but he looks. He does look he looks like him. But he sounds just like him. No, he sounds just like him. He looks a lot like him, but he's too thin. He needs to be a little more buff. Dude needs to work out a little bit, like me. Get that upper body, get the pecs. Uh, yeah, make them like, move. like you. There you go. <laughs> like you. I have better shoulders than that guy. Pretend no, you do. He has Cruise. no shoulders. He has no shoulders. Not Tom Cruise, the continuing misadventures. Of a reluctant Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't realize I was having everybody scroll along with me. That's damn okay, it, Robin. Man. Damn it. Damn it, Tony. Whatever happened to damn it, Robin? I haven't seen him on the timeline. On the stream chat. I'm not sure. I don't know. Damn there it, Robin. Damn it, Robin 50. 50 on the stream chat, and I haven't seen that person. <laughs> Himmel Rover 1977 says, My Alexa just started talking to me because of you guys. I listen, whatever it takes to get a you know, female companionship, we're trying to help. There was one show where I, I, I accidentally hit the, the Siri button like this. I was going on and on and on, and all you hear is Siri go, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I was like, nobody has any idea what we're talking about. We've got the, uh, we've got the ghetto uh, Alexa right now. Ain't nobody got time for oh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. we got to have an African-American version. I do, yeah. I do wish that, that all of these apps would allow you to change the... Because I ain't for no games. They would allow you to change the voice so that you had a, a different type of a voice. Ghetto Alexa, I heard that the world is flat. Did the one tell you that? <laughs> you don't have to call it ghetto Did the one tell you that? Call her Urban Alexa. Right. How about... Ghetto Alexa. It no, is, Urban it, Alexa. Urban Alexa, it is hot out there today. I hear you. Brenda <laughs> <I need> <laughs> Marie's checking in from Reading. Is it getting warm out? At least the sun's out. Beautiful blue skies. We got to get the women's soccer game on, though. Do you really want me to change it right oh, now? I want to keep playing with Urban Alexa right now. Yeah, let's play with Urban Alexa. <laughs> We don't have a what's in the box. Oh, what's in the box? box today? No, because if if I change it, then Luigi can't see the. Uh, no, that's true. The chat room. Yeah, that's okay. I don't care. They're gonna kill the the tie the tie. We do need. They're not gonna kill. The them. They're gonna sticks. beat them. They're okay. gonna beat them. They're gonna become victorious. They're not gonna kill anybody. Let's not get crazy now. All right. I don't mean like literally kill. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. I'm saying that they should smoke Thailand and or smoke, smoke thai a Thai stick. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking something now. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> If you go to Thailand, well, they're not in Thailand. They're, they're playing in France. In, they smoke any, They do anything over there? They smoke everything in France. Yeah? They do reefer and stuff in France? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Opium. They do all that shit, man. I want to go to France. I mean, it Tiny. is just south of Where have you been in France? Paris. I've been to the all north. Over. I've been to the north of France. I've been to the wine country. I've been to the mountains of France. Literally, I've been all over France. I love France. I went. I used to go vacationing a lot in the Ardennes, which are... Beautiful, beautiful area. Someone just said, if I had Alexa, I want the, I want it, the, I want its voice to be the ghost host. Yes. From the, yeah, the ghost host from Disney from World. Coast oh, to coast. that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. He's dead though. 
That's that he's dead, you know. I know. What was his name again? Uh, he did Tony go, the Tiger too. Every time we go there, know. you know his name. His name is uh, he's got a really bizarre name. It's Robin, a cool are you, name. Are you that yeah. Right? Uh, darn, I should know this. Something sleeves, uh, something like that. By the way, did you hear Thor, that? Not Thor. Thurl. It's going to come to me now. Um. Well, right now when I went up to it, it's Paul Fries. Paul Fries, that's okay. right. I'm sorry, but there's another guy who does a lot of yes. voices. And Paul Fries did so many voices. He was the voice of Tony the Tiger. He's the voice of the Haunted Mansion at Disney World, and he's done everything. That guy, legendary voice. Did you see that? Did you did you did you like that little industry term right there? I was like, Robin, are you efforting that right now? Yes, Thank exactly. You see that? Yes. <laughs> Thurl, um, there's another guy named Thurl something. Yeah. But he did other voices. I think he's the guy that did Tony the Tiger. Let's see. Uh, oh, did you know that Paul Fries died by suicide? No, I know he's dead. I didn't know he killed himself. Oh, That's wow. It. I did not know that. Wow. Which is kind of weird because doesn't he say that on the voice, on the, you can always my, take You can always take, take my, my way. way. Oh, that's creepy. Wait a minute. In the Haunted Before, Mansion I know, I know, at Disney. Was he like foreshadowing or something? I don't know. He died he, on, when did at he age die? 66 on November 2nd, 1986. Well, that's a while ago. Um, but he did the... Um, hold on a second. Let he's, me read he's down. done so many, so many voices. Thurl Ravenscroft is the other guy I was thinking yes. of. I think he's the guy that did Tony the Tiger. Paul Freeze right. did a lot of cartoon voices. He okay here. Freeze narrated a number of Disney cartoons, including the Disney educational short film Donald Duck in Mathematic Land. Mm-hmm. Um, I that he also thing. provided voices for numerous characters at Disney parks, including the unseen ghost host in right. the Haunted Mansion. Right. And several audio animatronic pirates, including the auctioneer in the Pirates of the Cur- Caribbean. Oh, bring me the redhead! Yeah. Oh, he did that. Okay. Yeah. They uh, got rid of the redhead now, though, because that's the Me Too movement. Bullshit. Because um, they know they never really did pirate auctions back in the days of the pirates. No, they didn't. They no, didn't. That, that never happened. Wow. Tortuga, Tortuga never happened. I did not know. So he was the ghost host, and then he foreshadowed by saying, you can always take my yeah, way when you go into Yeah, because when you go into the lobby... How creepy is and that? And then the lights go down, and he says, there are no windows and no doors. Ah. So your mission now is to find a way out. <laughs> and then he laughs. He says, but then there's always my way... And then the ceiling lights up, and you look up, and it looks like it's a hundred feet high. Yeah. And there's a hanging statue. They say it's up in there. The guys on on Twitch right now are saying it, it is a re- it is a reference to him hanging himself, and then the room goes dark, and then the hanging corpse. Yes, that is. I I'm sure that. Well, he he's the ghost host. He did hang himself. That's how he's a ghost. Ninety. But he still lives there. But he's dead. He died there. Well, then they have. But this isn't. By the way, an- this isn't Paul Freeze who died there. This is the guy's voice who happened to die. But did he hang himself? Yes. How did he die? He hung, hung himself. himself. No, yes. he really hung himself. Cause of death. Suicide. Holy shit! I did. Yeah, but a suicide could be oh, a lot oh, of things. Oh, okay. No, he really, really hung himself though. Let me see. Hold I on don't a second. know. I don't Personal know that. Life and death. Um, I don't know that for a fact. I want to get the no. facts here. Sorry. So he, he did didn't not hang himself. He, he committed suicide, but he did it by an overdose get of some facts. Get some facts and, and come, come back, back and see me, bro. I hate when there's misinformation. Who do you think Sorry, we are? I'm, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News? I misunderstood what you were asking, Tony. But you said he committed suicide. Yes. And then you implied that he hung himself and did it remarkably the same way he did it in the Haunted Mansion where he's the voice of the ghost host. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. 
There's insanity in the control room. Yes, there is. There's always insanity. <laughs> that greatest. is just really creepy, though. And then they have on the outside, they have not an honorary. Belly, no, no, no. They have a an honorary um, stone. Yes, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a tombstone with Paul Freeze's name on it in the cemetery at Disney World and Disneyland. Not George Bailey. No, not From George Bailey life. or not Thurl Bailey. Or, or Homer uh, Bailey. Exactly, and all the other Baileys out there. And Bailey's Irish Cream, of course, exactly. if you're going to have a little left and a little aperitif. A little Bailey's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying. I hate. Foolish <laughs> mortals to the haunted so, mansion. I am your host. Do we have anything ghost else uh, update-wise? Yeah, we have updates. Well, Robin's got updates out the yin-yang. Actually, speaking of ghosts. We got another snake update, Robin. No, Did again? you get that one? I do have that another one, snake? but because we were talking about ghost hosts and, and I've had it with the uh, people making wishes... After they have departed this Yeah, this world. is another great story. So um, this is in England. And you know those Brits, they're all a little bit... Uh, Weird. Um, they, they, have a, they have a different sense of humor. I would, think, I, was, I would think somebody did that in this country, but it's not. Did you see this story? No. It is our, not a Florida story. It's not an Alabama story. It's not a U.S. story at all. Let's go to. Let's go across the pond, ladies and gentlemen. Go across the pond to the merry old land of England. Not the merry old land of Oz. I got to get my music up the here for the merry old land. That was a great. It's the, no, it's the jolly. Is it the merry old no, land? It's the of merry Oz? old land of Oz. No, it's the jolly old land of Oz. No, is it the merry. jolly or the merry old land? I think it's merry. But I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody loved Burger King. So much. Bur- I got once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. You know that. That after he passed away, his very last wish. Guess was, what his wish was, Luigi? What was that, Tony? Tell him, Robin. That his hearse go by his Burger King one more time for a final bacon cheeseburger. Really? So here is a photograph. Did you go of, to the drive-thru? Yes. They wanted to go through the drive-thru. So this is the hearse actually going through the drive-thru. And one of the funeral directors went and picked it up, brought it back. Look at him right there. There they are. And there's that Burger King, that bacon, big bacon cheeseburger sitting on the back of the casket in the next photograph. So what killed him? Was it went picked up? Exactly. That's one I, too many bacon. Uh, the, I tweeted this earlier this now morning. Now here I have cause of death. One too many bacon cheeseburgers. Now I have Tony's tweet that you actually put this up is what afterwards. I put up there. This is the, my response to the cause of death. One too many bacon double cheeseburgers. And this is a meme. I can't believe that they actually have this. This is so freaking brilliant. Watch this meme. Oh yeah, I've seen that one before. <laughs> you know what that is, right? Yeah, That's from The Shining. The movie The Shining, but instead of it, Jack Nicholson saying it's Howard Eskin. It's Howard Eskin as the Burger, <laughs> Burger King. King. Right. And then what's her face? What was the actor? I always mess up her name. I always she think played olive oil, oil for Popeye. That's, yeah. that's all yeah. I remember her as is that's olive oil. That's all you oil. should remember her as. But oh. she was the most plain looking woman I've ever seen I in my know. entire life. All right. She was great. And she's holding a, 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 a double Whopper a, and a Coke. with cheese and a Burger King Coke. You know what they call a Whopper with, uh, with cheese over in England, right? What do they call it? Royale with cheese. Royale. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Royale Her with name was I don't think Shelly she's, Duvall. Is she still alive? Um, yeah, Shelly Duvall's still alive. Okay. Not David Duvall. No. Oh. Yeah, ooh, she is scary looking now. Good maybe they Lord. could do a maybe they could do a remake of The Shining. Um, <laughs> she's she's sixty nine years old. That's it. She a battered performer. Uh yes. She was but, always really skinny though. That she was perfect so as olive oil. oil yeah, yeah, she was perfect as olive oil. 
Hold on a second. Not she extra was... virgin olive oil, no, 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 though. They no, no, didn't no. have it back then. No, not EVOO. Shelly Duvall. <laughs> no, back then it was one press. That was it. One press, Tony. One press.